Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Yeehaw! Okay. Here we go. Welcome to the Barrel Surf Podcast. Namu here, and we are back in the shed quarters. You beauty. Always love having a beer on a Friday afternoon in the shed quarters, home of Ads Kennedy and his family. And here he is right now. G'day, Adzi. Hello, Namu. How are you, mate? Bloody awesome, mate. Yeah. Bloody awesome. We've we- got these, this uh, this unique situation at the moment where there's like 15 public holidays in a row or something. <laughs> it is. And if you're not taking advantage of it, your, bo- your boss is a mug or, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. or your, you're a mug. Yeah, boss is a mug. You're a mug. So someone's a mug. Yeah, no, it's uh, been good. Uh, and the waves have been firing for the for the couple of days as well. So, um, yeah, pretty happy, mate. But uh, Friday afternoon, shed quarters, podcast, beers, it's uh, fucking good times. It's been a little while and um, it's been an even longer while since we've had a special guest in the shed quarters and I am absolutely stoked. Um, I've met this guest of ours before until earlier today and uh, yeah. seems like he's a bit of a champion already. Obviously very well known in the uh, Southwest surf community. Why don't you give him a bit of a uh, introduction, Adzi? You just think he's a champion because he rocked up with beer and gave you one straight away before you can even get to the, the fridge in the shed. So that's Excuse always... Excuse me? It always goes I gave, down. I gave, I gave, oh, you I gave, gave him... Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Good just, to, uh, good to see we're off to a fly. Yeah, yeah. it's off to stand, standard issue start. Mate, our special guest today, Stoked, uh, been speaking to him on and off for a couple of years about coming up here. Uh, mate, he's a Margaret River local. Uh, he loves the main break down there. He's uh, can hold his breath for about 73 minutes, I think it is. 73. Uh, yeah, he's 73. He does breath holding courses. He's one of the best water photographers in the world. He's a local all-round good bloke from Margie's, Russell Sordy Ord. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thanks for coming up. <laughs> Come on, mate. Got me in the car park yesterday at North Point. I, I did, yeah. I uh, We've spoken a couple of times about it and you said you were keen to come up and uh, I think we... I think we got you on one of the car park tales and the Margie's classic one year. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's not even his first time, Barrel Surf Podcast, but uh, mate... Um, yeah, Russell Ord is, uh, mate, for those that don't know, has been taking surf photos for a pretty long time. How long, Sordi? I was just thinking about that on the way up, probably roughly 23 years. Yep. And, um, mate, you've been synonymous with some really crazy water shots. You love getting out there and swimming around in the juice, don't you? I do. It didn't really start like that. It just started just shooting moments and then kind of got bored with that and then trying to, I don't know what it was, what it was from, but got a little bit bored and, you know, trying to get shots from the water. It felt like you're going back to your surfing days i'm probably surfing more than i'm taking photos these days yep yep and um with the way mags and fucking media and all that's gone that i mean obviously a bit of cash has left that whole dynamic Um, (laughs) do you yeah um, mate uh do you shoot weddings or, or stuff like the personal shoots and that to tick over a bit bit of coin from the camera I did in the past. I haven't shot weddings for years. I just do family, friends, and families now that I've, you know, met in the past. But 
No, it's mainly just commercial work. We've got a foundation that only just kind of got through the other day called Desert Light. So we've been working with a few kids at risk and then oh, yeah. and then the surfing bit on the side, but yeah. mainly just commercial work. Yeah, yeah. The dollars, the, yeah. Tell us a bit about Desert Lights, mate. Well, it originally started when I worked for a um, foundation called Bundaroo Music and he, Quinn Beardman from Margaret River, uh, Muso, went, left his house and started teaching music up at Roeburn and then I went up and documented that Okay, and then I just, you know, it was a great experience and I, and just, I just started getting a few stragglers, a few kids that weren't into the music and I just started teaching them photography on the side and we just did that ongoing for about four or five years and then we thought we'd develop our own little thing Epic. and, you know, with his help and um, got into it. So I've just been out last what day is today? Friday. So on Monday I was at um, a school in Pingley working with a few kids and a super rewarding. Like you can get a great surf shot and that kind of feels good. But, yeah, you know, if once I finish a day with the kids, you know, you ring your wife and she goes, I think, you know, you're buzzing after days like that. They're pretty yeah. inspirational. Oh, and they've cool. got a they've got a hard gig too, a few of these kids for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hard road. Yeah, cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, um, mate, that's really cool. Uh, surf's been pumping. Last couple of days, it was uh, good that's yesterday. Where I bumped into you yesterday, so um, and hit you up at about, well, it's about twenty past six in the morning, wasn't it? it just, yeah, you looked like you were grieving for the queen quite severely. <laughs> I was like day off was, at North Point. I was grieving for my lack of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, trying to, it was a solid day. It was pretty bombing out there, and I was pretty looking pretty sketchy in yeah. the morning, and I was trying to convince myself that I should paddle out and Gene Hardy had done the super dawn out there. I mean, it was four and a half meters and 16 seconds. It was a pretty solid swell. Yo. And Gene Hardy comes in after a super dawn with a crease board and uh, informs me to quote him word for word. He goes, I'm like, what is it like out there, Gino? And he's like, mate, it's really, really heavy and it's really evil. And I went, Cool. <laughs> For him to say yeah, that yeah. too, that's something. Fucking charger. Why am I even considering going out if he's just told me that? But uh so I gave it another forty five minutes and uh convinced myself that it had fucking died down a bit and, and paddled out. But um, You got out there though, mate. I didn't get out there. Yeah, yeah, well fuck I wasn't, I, I wasn't there, but I wouldn't have been out there anyway, you know. <laughs> mate, uh yeah, I got out there thinking it had backed off a little and um it hadn't. It um there was washrooms aplenty. Heavy yeah. and evil. Yeah. I yeah. made the same mistake. I I thought I'd just get a few photos under the belt. I mean, I haven't shooting much surf shooting much surfing lately, but went over the other side of the bay and sat there for about forty five minutes shooting from the side and thinking, Oh, it looks pleasant. It looks pleasant for a swim. <laughs> it looks so much cleaner from the other side. Oh. I drove over the other side, I'm like, Oh, it's fucking really cleaned up out there. So that's when I drove back and paddled out and um yeah, straight into some washroom sets. But uh yeah, no, it was pretty pretty good. I, I got one tube, so I'm happy. Oh, that's great! Yeah. And it was uh, by one no tubes, means more than one more than tubes more more than the <laughs> amount of tubes I got yesterday. So good yeah. on you. No, I was stoked. It was the best tube I've had in ages. Uh, yes, definitely nothing to compare on North Point standards, and uh, but it, um, you know, it's my own standards that count. So that's I, it. I got a fucking clean tube. But who was, was few, dominating out there, mate? Uh, Jerome Forrest, Jezza. Yeah, he got a few. He um he was he was packing a couple. Um, Hamish Gibbo Gibson, he was out there taking it on. Um, that I saw Jed that Madison. He Jed, got a couple. Jed Madison surfs really good in charges. Um, Dan Ryan, um, who's uh, a bodyboarder, come stand up 
I think Dan can do anything. Yeah, it seems like that. And, mate, I seen him throw himself over the fucking ledge on a monster. Didn't make it, but I was just like, fuck. Holy moly. Mate, it was a really thick and powerful swell yesterday. And it wasn't super perfect, but it was clean. And, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Um, Mate, I got my ass absolutely handed to me on on one wave. I I took off and it closed out. So I I kicked off, like, halfway down the line because it closed out. And just turned and went, oh, fuck. Just Here we in, go. In the worst possible spot, like a, fuck, I don't know, solid eight-footer that just doubled up on the ledge, was just freight training right towards me as the left started closing out from the other side and it just joined up like right in front of me. And just, <laughs> someone yesterday, I was telling uh, Sammy Tucker yesterday, he's like, oh, yeah, when you get eyebrow, get it caught in the eyebrow. And I'm like, that's what it was. It was the fucking two eyebrows. It was the monobrow that got me right in the middle and I fuck I got so lit up and I was underwater and I was underwater I think I was underwater thinking should really take sorty up on his fucking breath holding courses because I was running out of breath and then I came up and copped the exact same one again and then I got washed into the boat ramp from there and (laughs) I was pretty rattled that's me I was I was I was panicking a bit to be fair was it was a little bit out of my league like it was pretty fucking serious waves and uh, and I decided I I wanted one more, so I so I, I paddled back around, back out, and then got back out and just straight into another wash through where I almost got pushed back onto the ledge, just scraped under like a ten foot foamy one that was trying to jack up on the, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing out? I'm gonna die out here. So I um took off on a four footer and went straight and rode it back to the boat ramp. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> and, um, uh, it was pretty exciting though. I was I was pumped. I'm stoked. I got out there and I, I got my one tube. So I was pretty happy. Yeah, oh, good on good. you. Yeah. How, how was the swim? Well, I scabbed a lift out there on a jet ski. So yep. that's a, that always gives me a lot more energy when I'm in the zone. But it was just constant rip, you know. And it it's like if you get just that too far, you're going to go around the back of the rocks. So it was, it was hard, a real hard swim. And then I was probably about three waves into shooting and I wasn't getting any hookups and Jed Maddow took off on one and I thought, oh, is he going to make it? And so I hanged in the face a little bit longer and just went straight over the falls on a bomb <laughs> and thinking, went straight into the breath hold train and like, you know, relax because I was getting flogged work oh. and then come up and then there was like two or three 10 footers coming through and come up right near Jed and he's laughing at me. I'm laughing at him and then just did the full, I basically should have just swam out. Like that's what it felt like. Cause it, yeah. you, you do that and it just drains you. Yeah. Like that, that's like hours of swimming practice. Like if yeah. you're in the zone, but it was just constant, wasn't it? Yeah. It's that adrenaline just saps you, doesn't it? It didn't look you're... like anyone was uh, like the surfers when I was looking from the other side, they didn't look like, cause I normally just look at the surfers and see how they're paddling. Yeah, and right. they, were, they were paddling that hard no. to keep out of the rip. But once I got there, I started getting on the other side of them. Like, I was yeah. like, holy shit, yeah, it was we're going to get in trouble here. It's definitely, a, yeah, I was paddling like most of the time to head south. It was just, you know, and it's not the rip that's taking you away from the wave. It's taking you into the impact zone. Yeah, and into the rocks. And to the rocks, yeah. And how was the crew out there yesterday? It's pretty good. I mean, it was, there's always a pack out at Northies, but yep. it, it was a fairly localized pack. Um you know, full of local charges. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't like an all star studded uh, cast. You know, like um, there wasn't heaps of all stars out there. But there was, mate. Still, like the only reason I got any waves at all was because I, you know, know 
a couple of the local charges. So they go, oh, yeah, you want that little piece of shit five-footer? I'll let you have it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're giving away the little ones. Yeah, that's it. That's, uh, mate, speaking of little ones, uh, is it was it Macklin Flynn in the yellow helmet? Who was that kid in the yellow helmet that paddled out? Oh, the quickie, quickie kid. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I thought it was. I'm I terrible Northy, with names. Yeah, I think it's. I think Northy said I described it, mate. He was, fuck, just light on his feet. I, I think the key he was, he wasn't sitting there. He just kept catching a wave. He was on the um, on the what do you call it? The, the uh, midway, I reckon. Yeah, on the yeah. mid, and he was getting some help hits. He was on the escalator, escalator fucking circuit, you know. And he was, he was apologies to Macklin Finn for calling you Maddie on Triple M too. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's the way. What a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, mate, he got he was getting some good ones. He, mate, he's only like fucking 15 or 16 from the looks of him. Yeah, he's tiny too. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe he's a little older than 17, but he's not I think he's old. in the 16 and unders. Okay. Yeah, well, mate, he was packing some help hits, so good on him. And I uh, shout out to me mate uh, Dev Coot from Yelling Up Images, who I picked up at quarter past five in the morning. And uh, took him down there to shoot some photos and he forgot all his memory cards so he didn't get one fucking photo. <laughs> and then he, he's like, oh, yeah, but I filmed a couple on my phone. I put my phone on the tripod and he sent me the clip. Mate, I couldn't even fucking see. And he was so pixelated. <laughs> like, nice one, Dev. Thanks for that, mate. But uh, no, he's a good man. He, he enjoyed himself. Yeah, oh, that's gold. <laughs> I actually kind of... Is that because he's got no memory? Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, he probably didn't because he um, was smashing Coopers by um, 7.30 in the morning. So There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a nice morning. He had a, he had a good day out. We both had a great day out, actually. And then we watched some waves and chatting everyone in the car park and bumped in a sortie and roped him in and coming in here this afternoon. So it was productive, you know. Yeah, nice. Hey, um, have you got something? No, you go. Okay, mate, the the breath training stuff. Um, I know you hit me up ages ago and, geez, I could really use some help. Tell us a bit about that and, and what, what your involvement is there. Well, I kind of got into it um, quite a few years ago because it certainly helps when you go over the falls with a camera. <laughs> so, um, and then just got, I just started loving it. I'm, I kind of wish I did it when I was um, playing rugby league, like learning how to breathe properly and, and keeping calm in certain situations. And then I've just been over to the Gold Coast and did a, another week with apnea survival to get my um, trainers under him. And that was good. Like I was there with Bottle Thompson. It was pretty, oh, yeah. pretty classic. Like we had such a range of people in the class, like, and they're mainly scientists. And then you had, you know, a couple of crew that never even got to year 10 and <laughs> a few bum surfers. And she goes, I'll explain this in layman's turn terms. And she would be rattling off all these scientific names. And I'd just be looking at bottle going, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she's, is this layman's terms? Like, <laughs> yeah, we might right. be, we might be below this. You're below layman. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, keeping calm. And it, I basically run it um, with Shannon Worrell from shark eyes mm -hmm. so like under a heavy water rescue course yeah so right. it's been good mm. you just go through a few drills and how to keep calm under under the uh yeah in the place with no oxygen oh man there's benefits not just for surface though right no i reckon it's good for everyone yeah yeah for sure just you know recognizing how you breathe breathing properly and and keeping calm and which is good in all situations yeah like you say um playing rugby as well so i mean just just a quick interjection. What position did you play when you were playing league? I played five eight and hooker. Okay. Yeah. So they were, they So when you're playing hooker, did you just like run around in stockings and high heels and <laughs> I just haven't got the legs Sorry, for okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> All the crawling. head for it. <laughs> I'm sure a few players did that in their uh, in their own time. Who, no doubt. Who did you play for? 
Well, I started playing for North Beach in the local league and then worked my way up, played a few state teams and got in the, the Western Reds when they were around. Oh, yeah, right. And then um, had a quick, a very quick stint at the Adelaide Rams in the Super League. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't like a, a great career. It just kind of all went to shit because when I went to Adelaide, basically I got there for pre-season training and they said, Adelaide, you're out of the comp with the Gold Coast. Oh, yeah, right. So it's Happy just days. Like, yeah. So, and that it just worked out weird. Like I ended up just taking a payout and coming home on a flip of a coin. Cause I only signed for a year. They wanted to sign me for two years. And my manager said, sign for a year and have a good year. And then you can, you know, yeah. ask for real good money. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would have got a two year payout if oh, I signed for two. Sick. And they, as brutal, like you could, I probably could have gone to um, Penrith and Manly at that time, but because we were like a, a super league club, um, they didn't want to give me to a NRL club. Okay. It's kind of polit politics. Yeah, right. Or they were trying to get too much money for, for me and, you know, I wouldn't have been worth it. I was basically a backup player, like a, a bench player to the players we had who were, you know, Australian players and yeah, right. they'd been around a while. They were you, good players. West Aussie, born and bred? Yeah, born and bred, but yeah, I just yeah. started playing rugby league when I was five. Okay. Probably did 100 games in the juniors before in under nines. You well, don't know the, the Johnses, do you, Stephen Gavin Johns? Kevin oh. John's the um, filmer, yeah. doesn't he film on the WSL? Cameraman, yeah. I do know him, but did he play league, did he? He's played for North Beach as a Oh, junior. did he? Yeah, yeah. No, they were, they were um, big into their league, those boys. Yeah. Yeah. I probably do, but league's not really good for the memory. <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're to witness that firsthand. Yeah. Oh, you know him from the cinematography. <laughs> he, did warn, he did warn us. He goes, man, I'm going to be the worst guy ever because I've just got the worst memory <laughs> from rugby. Oh, it's like, terrible. Man. Hands, hands up right here. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, terrible. Did Mate, you play, did you? Um, no, nah, no way. <laughs> no, nah, Just normal memory. I was too stick, too stick light for um, rugby or league. I played AFL as a kid and surfed. Mate, just Big back to that um, breath stuff and heavy water training, like uh, how often is that happening and where do people find out about it and shit like that? Well, they can find out, just get on the Shark Eyes website. Oh, yeah? Shannon's doing all the, all the bookings and stuff. We just ran a one – for the locals of Margs, the show I put it on, oh, yeah. which which went well. Yeah, um, they, that sort of sparked up after, unfortunately, we lost Frank in the surf not long ago. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of jet ski stuff involved as well, but, I mean, how many people are going to have a jet ski to do rescues? It's it's more like yeah, it's more like survival for yourself, really. Mate, I'm keen. I'm, I, if you're doing one up this way we'll or run, next time. We'll run one over here. We'll yeah. tap the passports and come over <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it we'll organize some visas for you mate you'll <laughs> yeah, be right yeah, it's, yeah, yeah we'll put like, a link up on the um instagram too for for the breath work so yeah check out that well mates um where did it all start for you with the world of surfing west aussie born and bred where where'd you grow up i grew up like in the suburbs of perth yeah. like i didn't start surfing until i was like 13 Oh, yeah. I moved to um, Pabri from Koondoola. Oh, Koondoola. Koondoola, yeah. No wonder you were playing rugby. <laughs> you getting your head kicked in every second day anyway, yeah. weren't you? I was doing a lot of running, <laughs> I'll tell you that. For those over yeah. east, Koondoola was definitely uh, a rough suburb in Perth that, uh, yeah, it was... It's not Cottesloe. It certainly wasn't a, a fancy suburb, that's for sure. It was, nah. uh, yeah, it was like the wrong side of the tracks if you were uh, from those western suburbs and, you, you, yeah, you didn't want to find yourself lost in Koondoola at night time as a... 
as a young white kid, that's for sure. No, nah, no. Or even Padbury when I was when I was really little. Really? Padbury seemed like it was up north <laughs> near Geraldton. Oh, Padbury, yeah. <laughs> Padbury was like upper class compared to Coondool. Oh, though, definitely for was. For sure, like, that's a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. But my cousins played for, for North Beach Rugby League and so I just got into that. And then um, surfing-wise, just a few of the boys, like we were just weekend warriors, like would um, ride down for to Malaloo basically and start yep. surfing. Jeez, um, what a, as a shit show England. of a beach that thing is. Holy point, I mate. thought it was pumping. Holy <laughs> point. <laughs> I've never seen yeah, anything but a close out there in my life. Um, oh. I must have missed the point. I missed the point. <laughs> With memory, though, you, you, you think back on those days and you, you thought it was awesome, like yeah. there, Gravis and Waterman's Point. Yeah. And you drive you drive up there now and you go, has that changed? Or First point, Waterman's. Mate, it <laughs> yeah. Has, yeah, Waterman's was my local. That was my closest speech. You reckon it pumped? I thought it did, but um, I, but only a couple of times, like hardly ever. But it has changed a lot. Like I've been there. I got a mate who lives there right now, and I go and look at it. And I'm like, man, there's like no beach there. You, Those you know, caves aren't there anymore. At first, first point, Waterman. Yeah, They're right. Gone. Yeah, and um, mate, I reckon it's probably from the Hillary's uh, Marina. Would have, you know, it took a fair while for that to have its effect, but. You know, because even a few years after it went in, it was still heaps of beach and stuff at Waterman's, but it's hardly yeah. anything there now. But uh, no, it's definitely had its moment. Gravis was sick. Best re- that was my first reef break. Was that your first reef break? It would have been for yeah. sure. You get those little southwest days at the groins too. Yeah, groins. Oh yeah. yeah, when the wind comes in in the summer, surfing yeah. the groins. That's <laughs> all. Yeah, praying, smashing it. Praying for as much southwest wind as you can possibly. Yeah. <laughs> That's completely the opposite here, isn't it? <laughs> That's like the local when you lived in Pabri because it's only really down down the road from there. Oh, that was you could ride the, there after school. That was your closest. Uh, the B, BP groin because it was <laughs> yeah. um, in front of the BP petrol station. There. Well, that was truly. that would have been your closest one, probably. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. But um, mate, well, what about your first trip down south? Can you remember that one? <sighs> I think it was just like a school trip. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Just like the school used to do a couple of surf camps. I used to love surfing though. Like, but I didn't really get too much time. Like, because I'd always be playing rugby league. I'd be like a weekend warrior. I remember coming down here once with my. Um, a mate I played league with, Billy Hutton, his old man drove us down. I think we were about 14, 15, and we paddled out at Marg's. Like he, he dropped us off at Marg's and he says, I still remember it. He goes, oh, you guys go out there. And like, well, okay, no worries. We just started paddling out. And it, I was even this morning I was paddling out and I was like, oh, I remember getting caught in that that first little bit of white water. I felt like I couldn't even get out when I was that age. <laughs> just from the keyhole. But his dad just lit us up when we got, got in because we – we surf for hours and he, he told his son to like, you've got to come into, but he was, he had a pun. He had this like tip on, on a race and he needed to get the tab and, no um, and like, we just killed it. And the horse came in and won. And <laughs> he was just blowing up. I thought he was going to beat both of us up. And he's a hard man too. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I can vividly remember that. That's a pretty that funny experience. First, first Margie surf story. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember any waves or anything. Just remember shitting myself with my old man's mate. Dad was just going to beat the shit out of us. his horse came in and he didn't get on. Oh, he was just dirty. No like way. super dirty. Yeah, just cost him. I've got a red hot tip and it came in. Love Get the fuck in here, boys. <laughs> Love to punt. Can you imagine him in the car park? Yeah. Just sitting there listening to the, or it would have been wireless back then. Yeah. And hearing his horse come in and just like, <laughs> fuck, he would have just been brewing. He would have been jumping up and down, screaming, and you guys wouldn't have heard a thing. Nah, no. These days, right? You just go boop, yeah. boop, 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 on your, yeah. on on your bloody tablet yeah. or your phone and yeah. your horse, horse is in there and you got the money. 
It's pretty funny. Mm. And, it's changed uh, a lot. So was it uh, love at first sight down south? No, nah, not just just good to get away and get down here. I didn't I didn't move down. I moved down about uh, would have been twenty two years ago, I think. Yep. So and it was mainly to get away from the the rugby league in the end. Yep. Yep. I just about had enough, and you get a lot of pressure up in Perth, mainly from my parents or or the the local club to play. And um, yeah. I just thought the best way to go is move down south, and I got a posting in the fire brigade to Bunbury, so it was oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, because I was a fireman the whole time as well during those times. Oh yeah, so it was um it was good. Yeah, right. With um with the fire brigade when you first joined, was that super competitive to get oh, into? It was crazy. Like I I was playing for the Reds at that time, and I was twenty, and I had a mate. He said you should try it for the fire brigade. You'd be you'd be a good fireman, and but try out now because it'll take four or five goes, and they don't they don't take twenty year olds. There's no way in the world, and they basically had. Two and a half thousand people for twelve spots. No oh, way! But they used to run it like you'd have to do a two point seven five kilometer run, and they would just cull. Yeah. Like that, if they wanted to cull it down to five hundred, they'd just take the five hundred quickest times. Yeah, and, right. And just keep culling, culling, and culling, and then I think they were left with about fifty or sixty people for the interview, and I snuck through. So, um, at your twelve in two thousand. It was crazy. But I remember the lady ringing us up saying, oh, congratulations, you got in the fire brigade. And at that time, you're always getting prank calls, like, because, like, in the rugby league, they're always pranking you. Like, they pretend (laughs) they were, like, you know, on the radio and they'd do an interview and they'd play for it at training. And and I was just like, I thought it was a prank call. So I was like, oh, fuck off. Like, who's this? And she goes, oh, if you don't really want the job. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I got in. And for about the next week, I was just waiting for it to be played at training <laughs> and that that's the last actual culling part where you go fuck off they go oh we didn't want the job yeah, yeah. somebody else gets like, like, he's got anger anger problems i actually applied a couple of times Did uh, you? yeah didn't even get to the physical part they said you're too dumb namu <laughs> oh it's it's bloody difficult though isn't it it's kind of just if if you fit really so mm. um i just kind of got lucky and got in at 20 which was pretty rare mm. Um, and I, and I was just about to sign a new contract with the, the Western Red, so to make up my mind between the fire brigade and, um, rugby league and what well, was a tough one actually. And I just took the fire brigade in the end. Cause yeah. I was, you I just was went just with the, in the end, you just went with one with a red uniform, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's, it was more oh, just was, like nigg- right. niggling injuries. Dad jokes with that's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, mate, what do you, what do you think about, do you reckon that Perth will get another league team at some point? Uh, it's a tough one. It'd be great, but I don't think so. Like, it's just, I still, they've just got a, they've got a new team coming in next year, Redcliffe, um, Wayne Bennett's coaching them and they will have to put another team in to even it up again. And I can imagine it being like Northern New South Wales or something like that. The North Sydney Bears, they're trying to get them back in and they were talking about like, it'd be good if they kind of were based in Perth for at least half the year. Oh, like they I would base that. them there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I think they're having an internal riff on um, whether they want to do that. Because that'd in, be great. Interesting concept, yeah, yeah. I mean, they need one. It, it, it could well and truly handle it for sure. As, as long as it's like played at a proper rugby league venue, you don't want to be playing it on an Aussie rules ground. Yeah. Like it's just too big. Well, you play at Perth over, wouldn't you, where the, where the um, force play? Yeah, it's great there. Yeah. It's real good. Good venue. Close to the action. Mate, fireman stuff, is it good pay? 
Yeah, it's good pay. Yeah, yeah it was good. I, I fucked if I know why I quit yeah. in the end. Like I just, just wanted to do other stuff. But yeah, it's it's decent for sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of firemen, they have second jobs anyway. Oh, do so they? they're making a killing. Oh, right. Yeah, most. Because what you do, like four on, four off, four days on or something like that? Is two that days, two nights, four days off. So yeah, basically right. you you could work six out of eight days. Okay. I mean, depending on the night shift, how hard it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it's decent. It's a good job. Good crew. It's a great job. I loved it. Sick. And did you ever have that fucking stereotypical moment of just busting into a house on fire <laughs> and saving a baby? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Not so much babies, but you do a lot of house fires. Yeah. Um, when we're in Bunbury, we had quite a few house fires and it's a, you know, people think you only really go to bushfires and house fires, but you go to car accidents. Yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately right. you go to uh, you know, a lot of suicides as well. So yeah. um you get accustomed to to death, that's for sure. Yeah. Why do the fireys go to suicides a lot? Mainly to get them down. Really? Yeah. I thought the police would do that. No. Nah, they just can't do it. Really? Like if they're, well, we don't want to go too deep into it, but yeah. if, you know, if they're in a situation where they need to get down from somewhere, yeah. um, we'll get them down. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it's um, always pretty emotional in those sort of days. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, especially yeah. if you've got family around. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's hectic. Once again, not getting too deep into it, but did you at that time have any sort of um, counselling, PTSD sort of stuff happening? It's no, I used to nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they tried to intru- they they said they introduced it, but really they didn't. It's they main you'd mainly get back from a if you had a fatality or something like that at a job, you it'll be just the um the guys running off one another. But yeah. you know, they definitely saw a lot of guys in the job that that suffered from it, and you know, I probably partially suffered from it as well. It's probably why I'm out. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, mate, let's get back in the surfing. That's all, obviously yeah, it's all a bit grim. That, that uh, conversation. Well, it's all good. It's all part of the fabric that of of our, who our special guest is. You know, like, um, mate, you're a surfer. You know, you're you're a lot of things, and these were things that were part of you. So, um, if you just joined in, we got Russ Lord in the Barrel Surf Podcast shed quarters. Yeah, mate. Um, one thing you um got a fair bit of uh publicity for i guess for want of better words um was um your goal to go down to the right in warpole and um and it's not warpole it's spotted it's somewhere down there (laughs) sorry beep that one out now maybe but mate i don't want it (laughs) i know where it is i'm not going out there but um mate uh yeah it, it's okay. You went down to a spot down there and, um, <laughs> starting with W <laughs> and, and, and it's fucking huge. And it's one of easily one of the heaviest waves in the whole world. It's shark infested. It's a long way off the coast. It's deep black water. Everyone shoots it from the safety of the ski. And you decided that you needed to put the wide angle lens on and get in there for a water snap. Um, tell us a bit about that journey. Was it? Well, I was just doing the same thing as well, just capturing moments from the ski and, and quite enjoyed it. But then there would be more skis and more skis doing the same thing. So I got a, a little bit bored with that. But it kind of comes back to a story. I was down the coast down there and I ended up um, breaking my leg at this slab off the ski, just like 
yeah. while you were shooting. While shooting, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Breaking okay. the leg. Just Can we have of... that story first then, please? Yeah, let's hear that. So <laughs> I, was at, I was at Ron's and um, I was shooting and the channel the channel broke, you know, just decided to close out and I had just had a couple of – I could either punch through the wave, try to punch through and, or turn around and I, I took the punch through option thinking were you driving and shooting at the yeah same driving time? and shooting and yep. i just wasn't paying attention to the um ocean and so i went through the lit and just as i got to the top i'm going full throttle now because i just i couldn't back off yeah and the lip hit me in the chest as i was going through oh. and i end up being oh i don't know a good 15 foot in the air but it kind of knocked me off the handles and i end up hitting my hip on the back corner but my leg was still in the gunnel oh, oh. and it just snapped Oh. And because I've had a lot of injuries through rugby league, I know what a good injury is. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, you know, I kind of come up and I saw my kneecap and my kneecap was like on the right-hand side. And I thought, oh, okay, I've just dislocated my kneecap. You thought, oh, yeah, it's not that that's bad. Not, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's not too bad. I tried to give it a little tap. A mere flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> tried to give it a little tap to get it in and there, it wasn't going in. And then I tried to straighten my leg and the, and the kneecap just come up a, around. And I was thinking, oh, it's still quite painful. So I was like, called it a day and who were you shooting? Kirby Brown was oh. the wave. You will see, there you go. I mean, that just says everything that, of the sort of waves that you're involved with. with yeah, the yeah. Kid's name. Holy and, shit. Kirby yeah, Brown. A very heavy South Coast ledge wave. So yeah. then, then it what was happened? a crazy wave. And then, so I was like, I'm out. We, we went back, put the ski back on the car. And then I'm like, I'm still in, like, I'm in a lot of agony now. So you drove the ski back yourself? No, I was on the back. I was, yep. you know, Skeeter, he's from Vico. Oh, I've heard the name. Yeah, he, yep. he was down here and he split his kneecap. So we like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make margs just with no painkillers. So we went to the, the bottle got a few travellers, <laughs> quite <laughs> yeah. a few travellers. Why didn't you go to like a, a hospital down there? Well, I would have had to go the other way. Yeah. would have had to go to Albany. Yeah, and then yeah. I would have been further away from home. I guess. And I thought the, the bottle shot was a better option. <laughs> just want to get home when you when you hurt, don't you? When so. you're injured, yeah. Oh, so I did that. Hectic. And then I was like still in, like I'd had quite a few drinks. And um, surely, rang, surely you reached for whiskeys and whatnot. Oh, straight you? on the white rabbits, on the on the bourbons. Yeah, for, yeah. For sure. So you're not going to start off with a mid-strength? No, no, no. Straight into it. Yeah. No food, straight into the um, oh, white rabbits. Really. And then... I get some reception. I ring the wife. I said, oh, look, I'm, I probably, I've dislocated my knee, but I think I broke my leg. And um, she's like, she's used to me getting injured. She's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll meet you down at the hospital. And Skeeter had to um, get stitches in his kneecap. Oh, so, so he did split his kneecap Yeah, that he split day. his kneecap that day. I thought you were saying he'd just done it previously on some other trip. Nah, nah. No, no. So he's, he's getting stitched oh, up and he's had a few drinks too. And he's <laughs> like, oh, it's not really that sore. And I'm like, oh, mate, wait till this wears off. We're going to be in a lot of agony. And then the, the hospital was just closing at Marg's. And I said to him, oh, I'm going to need an extra on my knee. I broke my leg. And they're like, well you'd be in a lot more pain if you broke your leg. I said, look, I'm about 10 cans deep, like yeah. <laughs> 10 whiskeys deep. And they're like, oh, we'll call the, we'll call the x-ray guy back in. He's only kind of just left. And then you can see the doctor just looking at it and, and just, so I broke the bone above the kneecap and below the kneecap. They both split Whoa. and they're like, okay, now we have to get you to Bunbury. So I go to, so I go to Bunbury, but now. Did they I'm, cut you off? 
did they? The drinks? Yeah. I'd cut myself <laughs> off for sure. They, they already got into no alcohol. Yeah. They started wearing off a skeeter and he was in agony. So he's sleeping. I'm like, now he's back at my home on the couch just in agony. How did he split his kneecap? Just hit the reef. Did he? Just, yeah, got, right. just got smoked. Okay. So you got like a, a uh, travel cade of injured people in the back of injured jet skis drunk heading people. back up too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, as uh, as we're talking about this story, we've had a, a guest, not a guest, <laughs> shouldn't say that, T-Bone, what are you doing? Come over here, mate. T-Bone. He's going to drink. Well, he's he's going to drink. No, grab, well, let's grab, you, grab your microphone. Story while we sort yeah, out yeah, T-Bone's microphone. So then I'm, I'm, I'm in Bunbury and like the alcohol is starting to wear off now. I know I'm in a little bit of trouble and I see the surgeon. He goes, oh, look, if you, you need – um." You're probably going to need surgery, but if but to do this surgery, you're going to have to kind of open up your leg quite um, extensively. Yeah, hugely. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, hugely. "We'll just put in a brace." Then they've kind of broke nicely. They'll just come. But while I was in there, this is it's a long story. This one that's good. That's all we're here for. I was reading love um, a long story. Oh, what's the magazine called? Like a should I drop their name? What's the the old yellow magazines? The um, People, picture, <laughs> yeah, all the pornos, <laughs> <laughs> penthouse. <laughs> yeah, they just had the like that's, the that's ten best uh, photos wildlife photographers of the year. Oh, right? National Geographic, Nat Geo. Yeah, yeah. This is the rugby league. I blame anything yeah, I can't remember. Just blame Mate, the that's fine. League. You can mention print magazines because they're no. Not, he just couldn't remember. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Okay. So we're in there. This is like 2011. I'm pretty sure. And. Yeah. Um, like 10 best wildlife photos of the year and they're going oh, yeah. through from 10 and I'm re I'm reading cause I'm just in the waiting area. I might as well read something. And, um, I was just like, fuck, I'm kind of blown away on how much effort these people are putting in for photos. Yeah. And then I get to number one and it's, um, this Bengal tiger that just come out of the water. It was a great photo and the photographer actually shot it from the zoo in the zoo. What? <laughs> yeah. Like you can imagine him just sipping lemonade or having yeah, yeah. beers under the umbrella with the big 600 mil. No and I'm way. like, all these other guys had gone through this yeah. and Nat Geo has given it to this That's guy. Bizarre. It's a great shot. But, but they haven't taken anything to a, in account. Yeah. But I was sitting there and I said, that's, that's what I do. I'm not in a zoo, but I'm like on the jet ski shooting moments. I'm never having a moment. Wow. And, um, and that's how it evolved. And I was like, well, how do you have a moment? And it took me a while to figure out. And I was just like, I've just got to go back to, cause I love swimming yeah. and I feel like I'm decent at it. I've just got to maybe up the level and, and try to swim bigger places. Wow. And the right was on the agenda and it just evolved into that. That's a fucking cool story. <laughs> so it was Amazing. kind of just all by yeah, just I, a I, drunken yeah. pethadone in what do you call it? <laughs> Opioid induced epiphany in the yeah. waiting room. <laughs> all my career moves have all been by accidents or like stupidity or something like that. They're never calculated. So no, it was good. And that's how I end up thinking, okay, let, this might be doable. Yeah. And I mean, you'd obviously shot water before that. I'm yeah, guessing. I was comfortable at North Point when it's yeah. kind of like how it was yesterday. Yeah, I was pretty comfortable. Which is comfortable. still a heavy swim because I've, I've swum yeah. it as well back in the day. And like you say, it's you, you're constantly swimming to get away from the wave. It's trying to draw you in and it's yeah. a heavy swim. But it's nothing like getting dropped off on an outer reef off the south coast of yeah. WA. Like that's It's a little – it's another couple of levels. But it it's not like I wasn't working up to it. Like it was – 
I'd already been surfing decent waves and swimming in decent waves. So it was just like, it was a few more levels and I knew I had to, that's when the breath hold training started and, yeah. and, uh, I, you know, I had that focus of being able to get that shot, which took quite a while. It was a little bit harder than I thought. Well, actually it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like you're out shooting fish eye and there's, a, it feels like you're that far on the shoulder. You might as well just get back on the jet ski. Yeah. yeah and right. then other times you're, you're in the zone and you're getting flogged. Because I mean, shooting a fisheye, the whole purpose of that is is to get as close as you can to the surfer in and in waves like the right and stuff. There's just so much suction coming up the face and that to to get a good shot. You're a hundred percent. You going be, over, yeah, you, yeah. Well, you're you're going to be like fifty fifty going over every time, aren't you? Like, yeah. If you want to get the good shot, you've got to risk going over and going over. There, you, I mean, it's the same as a surfer going over, isn't it? You're going to get held down the same amount of time and, and, and get pushed the same depth and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, that, that happens, but I know I'm going over, so I get to breathe up a little bit better than a surfer. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I've got a couple of advantages. Yeah. Like if I'm only going to shoot the shot if I'm 90, over 90% sure I'm going to get a shot. Yeah. So I'm not going to do like you're at a four or five foot beachy where you just shoot everything. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm 90% sure I'm going to get the shot, so I calculate that and then I'm already doing breathe ups. Really? Yeah. So I'm kind of knowing that I'm going over. So like, you know, when you're surfing, <laughs> you think you're going to make it and all of a sudden you don't and you can get winded, you can fall differently. Yeah, I'm already yeah. breathing up for the performance of the hold down. Yeah, right. So I've got a you know, if photographers, you'd imagine if, um, all the big wave Dave started doing photos, like they would kill us. They'd yeah. be that good at photography, yeah, but right. they just can't be bothered doing it. No. Like it's, um, it's kind of lucky. Well, <laughs> like they would kill us in the water because they'd just be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Fuck. I don't know. You can't really put yourself in much better positions than what Give, give what Kyle any time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give him time. Yeah, give Kyle any of the camera like. <laughs> He'll be there What shortly. else can he, this guy do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And, mates, give us an incident of you going over the falls down at that, at the right there. I kind of just went over, like, more like the end. It's a, it's a catch-22. Like, even when you watch the surfers, if you go down at the start, like, I remember Ant-Man going down on one, um, when I was down with him at the start and he just got churned in the zone, like, yep. but like two more meters. That was his he, big one. That was his big one. Yep. Yeah. He's getting pushed into like, you, you're still getting flogged, but yep. at least you're getting away from the impact zone yeah, a yeah. little bit Yeah, and you can take the next one on the head, like 10 or 15 meters away. But if you're getting churned in the zone, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like I never got churned in the zone. Yeah. Like properly, I'd I've been stuck there a few times, and I managed to dive under a couple. Yeah, but um, it's yeah, and then you know they're going down with that impact, and they're getting that's when you the yeah. worst wipeouts. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Happen. Check out one of our earlier episodes for Ant Man's. Ant Man's. Yeah, did he, he talked about it, didn't he? Yeah. Like he, I remember um talking to him after that day, and just he was just so good. Like I don't. Th there'd was be that maybe, with Twiggy? Yeah, time? it was with yeah. Twiggy. Yeah. And I reckon maybe there'd be my, one or two others that ever surfed the place that would have survived. Yeah, right. Like Ant-Man's obviously in tune with what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, you know, he's surfed his whole life massive waves and he just knows how to survive. Mate, there's a really sick photo. You must have sold it to 
a soft drink company. Did I? They might have written it off. <laughs> I don't know. Which it's, one? Uh, Coke? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I think it was Schweppes. Maybe. Not a power. It's um in the freaking, in the Siesta Park petrol station, that big one above the drinks cabinet. Oh, is that still it, there? I think it's still there, man. It was there for years. And yeah. uh, Chris Ross. And I was, and that was a water. Sh- that was you swimming, wasn't it? It's mate. It's fucking one of the sickest, scariest, big, dark, fucking green, almost black tubing thing. Do you remember one, taking yeah. that? Yeah, shot? I remember taking that. Was the first day I ever tried to swim fish eye. Was it? it? Was the only really decent shot I got that day. But Nailed it. A good one. Yeah. yeah. Retire from there. Yeah. Got the shot. I'm done. Well, that's what kind of drove me to go a little bit harder because you, when you look at that shot, if you were like another two meters further down. Yeah. Um, to the right, you would um, die. You, you'd probably die, <laughs> but you would have been able to see through it. Yeah, right. Like you can that wave, you can see through to land. Yeah, right. And that's when um, that became the the goal, the next goal. Yeah. Because I already got that shot yeah. on the first time, and uh, I was pretty stoked with that one. And Crossy's just, yeah, he's always good to work with. Yeah, yeah, he's a weapon, isn't he? Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> he's just gone and moved out in even further into the abyss to find even. Nalia empty waves, hasn't he? Getting getting his wife Paige to tow him into slabs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man. And what about uh all that time swimming around out there on the skis? I mean, it's a pretty sharky zone and you're out in deep black waters. Seen any men in grey suits? I would see I had one um shark bump the ski just before I was about to get in. Really? Um and then I end up getting in. Thinking, yeah. oh, it's seen us. It's kind of moved on. Oh, okay, it it's happy with me. Yeah, it'll be fine. Gave it ten minutes though. Ten minutes. Like, could oh, be miles away. Was it a big one? Minutes and big enough. About the same size as the ski. Oh yeah, but it was. Um, oh, it's not huge. Then. It's kind of surreal yeah. like, when it happened. And then the other times, it's just the guys have come and got me out of the water where they've thought they've seen it, and then zoomed over on the skis and said, "Get out." Really? So that's happened yeah. a couple of times, or? But I haven't seen them. Yeah. But yeah, so that happened another two or three times. Oh, fucking hell. But it's, um, <laughs> it's definitely on your mind. Oh, it's black water out there, isn't oh, it's, it? You just, you, I'd never look in the water. We, like, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm never looking down. <laughs> well, I'm just taking the chance. <laughs> it's too scary. Your heart rate will go up and then you won't be able to have a Focus decent wipeout. Yeah. You just wouldn't, you just wouldn't look down. Uh, you know, no, you, it's you dark. You couldn't do it. Yeah. T-Bone, come out. Come on over, Come, mate. T-Bone, get in here, mate. What are you doing over there? It's your first beer in about six weeks, isn't it? Is yeah. it? What's your shark mitigation? Oh, I just... I don't have any, really. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm running the um, Shark Eyes um, gear at the moment for sure, but back then I was just doing... I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. I was just hoping for the best. I'm Did really just working on thinking that there's just so much noise and there's so many jet skis and so much action that they wouldn't be bothered with it. Yeah, surely there's somewhere better for them to hunt than a fucking underneath yeah. a 20-foot tube. For you sure. Hope. <laughs> you'd, you'd hope so. It was did just you piss like in your based weddy? on theory. Oh, yeah, did all that. Yeah, no the, problems. The you, first... you got no issues pissing your weddy? No. Yeah, I've always pissed my weddy, but I don't know. People have wigged me out a bit. But I, I, I pissed my weddy today, though. So There's a couple nice. of times where I swam a little bit too too long out there and I could feel the flippers going into my feet and I, I get out and I was like, oh, that, that wasn't good. You know, I've probably been bleeding for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. I have heard some scientific evidence that um, sharks don't actually, they're not attracted to blood, human blood. 
they're no, attracted really? to fish blood, but no. not human blood. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard that they're not attracted to urine either, but still wigs me out. <laughs> I was, I was you gotta down, go, you gotta go, right? I was down surfing a south south coast beachy, like way, way, like a real long way over towards a bite sorta, and um, and I was down there surfing with a mate, and obviously it was fucking no one around. We we're camping out by ourselves. We went out pretty early, some beachy and one of those huge exposed beaches, and then we're out there. And then me fucking mate paddles in. I see him paddle in and he's like, oh, yeah, spot. he'd surfed a bit. He's like, yeah, it's fucking, you know, fishos here all the time, blah, blah, blah. You don't listen to what fishos say, obviously. And then he fucking paddles in, see him undo his wetsuit, piss on the beach, pull his wetsuit back up and paddle out. And I'm like, fucking hell, I just pissed in my wetty. He's like, oh, fuck, I wouldn't do that. And I'm just, he just wigged me out that day. Oh. It's like, oh, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> How good are the beaches down there? They're so clear. Yeah. It's amazing how, how remote you can be, but there's always going to be a couple of fish hoes that show up. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's nobody surfing for miles and miles, but then a couple of guys come in and sit up there, rods on the beach. T-Bone, is that your first beer in six weeks? Longer? Uh, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Wow. That's your very first one. He's gone for the uh, cheeky monkey hazy, hazy uh, pale. He loves it. Um, so are you going to join us or are you just going to sit back and chill? Oh, you got to yeah, you got to go. Oh, he's got to go. He's just come in for a cameo. We're waiting for your WSL fucking finals breakdown. Yeah, T-Bone, come and give us happened? come and give us ten minutes, mate. You got me on a bad day. It's my first day back from work, and I had about fifty little um, tasks to do posted on the fridge by the wife. So <laughs> I'm just working through number thirty-seven right now. <laughs> and I've got thirteen more to go. <laughs> take take my kid. All right, T Bone. While we've got you. Give us a five-minute rundown of the 2023 Wazzle schedule. I think I'm still a little bit uh, rattled from the 2023 schedule. <laughs> I don't know about you boys, but I was when I saw Trestles back on, um, I thought, hmm. I thought two things. One thing, um, maybe not good for Jack and, and um, maybe not good for Ethan, but I thought Steph Gilmore could be another world title. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> She could be going nine at that, right? She just, I mean, she doesn't even have to surf the first event. Bomb out in the second, she'll still make the top five and win win the title. I watched all the highlights. I didn't watch the the, the heats in, in its entirety, but um, there was some great surfing. I, I thought Philippe deserved to win. I mean, I know you're going to probably uh, be dark at me there. This is me snoozing. But Jack, so will, fucking Jack will have plenty of opportunity, but... Mm, the schedule next year, yeah, I still can't get over it. What, what they've done again for back to the pool, back to the pool. What's going what on the there? Fuck, fucking joke. Fuck, it is a joke. Actually, it is a joke. Is it, is it just the Brazilian government fucking <laughs> making all these fucking decisions or what? Like, Trestles was a f- so fucking lame this year. So lame. It was fucking lame. And obviously, lame. Did, you know. And then apart from Steph winning, which was sick, but. Waves were fucking lame. Uh, and then the new schedule, they're like, yeah, that was fucking good. And mate, every forum, every every stab mag and all this, all the comments, everyone's saying the same shit. There's oh, not a lot of positive responses there. Yeah, put in somewhere heavy, this and that. And then, it, and then it's like, yep, yeah, that was that fucking good. We're doing it again. And then everyone's like, the pool's so fucking boring. It's so fucking stupid. Give us G-Land. Fucking cloud break something. They're like, yep. No, nah, we're going back to the pool. It's just like, mate, the Brazilian government's got to be fucking pulling <laughs> strings here. I just reckon that the Wazzle is in trouble financially. 
Um, that's the only reason I can think of that they would um, have it at the pool, which they own, and also back at Trestles, which is, you know, very, very close to their base of operations. Is it because the, you get the more uh, more viewers, more people online watching and more spectators? There's way more people watching online if it's in Indo than if it's at yeah. Trestles. I mean, it starts with a bang pipe and it just doesn't quite end with a bang, does it? No, it ended with a whimper. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, even Steph was saying this is fucked, you know. Um, I reached out to a local um, local professional, I won't name this person, asked them to come on and join us for a, a rap and um, they said, yeah, to be uh, to do a finals rap with us and they said, well, to be honest with you, I'm not a, not a fan at all of the format, um, so I'm probably going to sit this one out. Didn't even want to talk about it. So there's a, there's a couple of positives. It was great to see two Aussies in the, finish in the top five, and obviously Steph. So there is something good to take out of it. Um, you know, every server has their day. I just don't like the the finals finals format. It's been the world champions been decided by the the whole year forever. Let's continue that. There's no there's no reason for the finals format. I mean, look at the first year, Nami. I mean, Gabe Medina was the best surfer all year and and won it. As was Carissa. That's right. And there's always going to be, if they do carry it on, it's always going to be an outlier that's going to do it like Steph did this year. She, after that initial sort of slow slow start, she fucking just comboed the field. Who the fuck thinks Sydney would have made the grand final too, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> All right, T-Bone's had his two bobs worth there. He's just... All right, mate. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> He's just flying straight in from the prelude yeah. for five minutes on he's, his own podcast. Yeah, he's got a big birthday though. What's the uh, birthday party? Uh, what year's uh, the birthday? Uh, nine. Nine. Oh, nine. Huge, and it's huge. it's till 10 o'clock at night. So wow. I, I said to my daughter, I said, what do you mean you're partying on till 10 p.m.? You're an eight-year-old. <laughs> it's not his daughter's <laughs> birthday. He's just taken, <laughs> dropping off. And, mates, um, yeah, the finals, fuck, it was a major letdown. We could probably move on from that. I thought Jack Robert actually could have won his heat, to be honest, but he did some weird wave selection like halfway through. But anyway, it's pretty uh, upsetting that the West Aussie didn't get there. But, mate, on Brighton news, T-Bone, you're off to fucking Indo tomorrow and there's uh, the swell inbound to the island chain, is there not? It looks like it. I did have a quick little sneak. So, um, yeah, packing the, uh, the, my... Uh, quiver from G-Land from last couple of months ago, so can't wait. Uh, family holiday to Bali, mate. Going to stay down in Ulus for a couple of weeks, so bloody lefts, but I guess I'll have to deal with it. <laughs> mate, just swing around the back. You'll be fine. You'll get some rights down there. Yeah, very good. All right, well, uh, I don't know. If, are we going to – everyone's been banging on about the finals. We don't need knows. to talk about nah, the, the really. wazzle in any more detail. No, nah, um, it was a shit show. Yeah, it's just a fucking disappointing schedule for next year. The bloody yep. pool. The pool I mean, is, is disgusting. How should just be that specialty event. Why don't they just go back to G-Land? Or, I mean, it's got to be money, like you say. You can oh, see Saudi's you know st- no, no, state by the Wazzley's just going, fuck. Saudi's yeah. <laughs> just left the shed. It should, um, it, but it should be over a whole year of different conditions in, to yeah. be the best surfer. There's just no question. I, I actually don't mind the finals format. Like, I actually liked the format, but I just didn't like – 
trestles, you know. And I think that's up for debate. I don't personally like it. Yeah. But having it at trestles, not up for debate. It's Definitely. fucked. Yeah, there's not, yeah, that part's not up for a debate. Do it once mate, because of um, the fucking COVID situation, then move on, go somewhere good. Mate, we had a little, uh, we got a group chat with a few um, froth and surfers and uh, smiling Billy James, Billy Hangin, was, uh, gave us some pretty interesting insight as to why G-Land won't run again. And he said that Indo Customs basically held, <laughs> yeah. held everyone for ransom for all their like computers and all camera gear, gear yeah. and all the gear. And even though they'd already greased the palms that they thought were supposed to be greased, Indo style, um, a whole bunch of other crew got in on it. And and it was right before the event started. And it was, it was such a shit show. That's what he's coming. He lives in Indo and he's in the know a bit. You know, he's um, he's barely living in Indo. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and he reckons that he's like that's why they're not just going back there. Just grab your microphone, T Bone. What'd you do? He's breaking the internet. T Bone's got a question. What was it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it as his mic. <laughs> did I fix it? I didn't fix it. I just uh, tried that's to push gold. tried to push the cord further into the microphone and uh, just smoke T Bone in the face. The levels the of professionalism on Barrel Podcast <laughs> just continue to rise. That's a good one. But I fixed it. I just wanted to give um, what what I think why they grease their hands up, Adzi, because they hadn't worked for a couple of years, haven't seen any surface for a couple of years, and they were extra dry, <laughs> and they wanted to be extra greased. <laughs> Hence the, uh, yeah, quite a big sting to the uh, surface. So, T-Bone, you are off to Indonesia, obviously. Where are you staying? You're just in Bali? Uh, yeah, yes. Uluwatu. You just said that. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> you don't care where he's going, do you? Two weeks, family no, trip. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still grieving for our G-Land trip. It's like three months ago. Yeah. Two months ago. Heck but um, Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, there's uh, been some pretty fucking big swells, as we talked about at the start of this potty, um, that hit here yesterday. So T-Bone might get the uh, – you'll probably get the tail end of that. And then uh, there's a few more swells stacking up. So – um, anyone who's listening out there that's either in Indo or about to head to Indo, then I reckon you're fucking on. It's a good Make week sure as well. Make sure you big week. boards away and start ready to go. Mm. Um, so let's get back to interesting stuff because yeah, mate. Well, I really has your it. Indo uh, experiences sorted? Done a few trips. Feels like we haven't been back there for years. The old yeah. COVID put a stop to that for a while, but yeah, I've done heaps of Indo trips. Been yep. good, mainly boat trips. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, in Mentawis and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I've always loved doing them. They're great. Yeah, sick. How you is got, it? You, you know, you 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 always surf better in Indo, like in yeah, Indo you do, for yeah. some reason. Fuck, you do. Yeah. Uh, what was your boat of choice in the island chain? Did you did you did you hit one regularly or? We did the. Um, what's the worst boat in Indo back in the day? <laughs> that was our one. It was, was it? The, it was the yacht. It was a tiny little yacht. Yeah, right. I can't remember its name. But it was it was awful. Everything took hours. Basically, it's an overnighter to get to another spot. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> oh, I'm trying to think what it was, but I've been on the Barrenjari, which was good. Yeah. But I also did the so, um, the the quickie boat, the um, crossing, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Like I worked for a group of doctors from the US. Oh yeah. And they hired the the number four boat, the quickie number four, which is you know you can fit the chopper on. Yeah. Right. And it was that was all time it's funny like they sent us an email like before the trip and we're trying to negotiate okay you can fly over and do this and they said oh 
oh, what's your food wise? What's your, what do you eat? And I'm like, oh, what do you mean you want to eat? I just, Nasi Goring's fine. And, and I didn't really look at what we were doing. Yeah. And I rock up in Indo and I'm like, holy shit, are we on this boat? They're like, <laughs> It's like 180 grand. Yeah, yeah. For the for the 10 days or something. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, no, that yeah. Per person. No, just, no, for, the no, just for the whole boat. What? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, it's $180,000 per person. <laughs> I was like, what? And they're like they're just laughing at my email coming back that I just was going to eat nasi goreng because we probably had a, you know, a five-star chef on there. It was incredible. But we get there that, and these guys put in perspective they surf maybe they're not even weekend warriors they're like high-end doctors from the u.s yeah surf malibu like once every yeah yeah exactly. blue moon yeah and we we motor across and um like i think we left at like midnight we we're getting there to hts and then and i'm we we sort of get there and it's like i was like holy shit it's huge <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. And I didn't really know how they surfed. And I'm just there to do a job, document the whole thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, um, I said, I'll oh, get your boards. Let's do this. And um, I've, I thought I'll just get a few shots from the boat, you know, get something under the belt and then I might shoot water. And they're like, oh, you can, do you want to surf? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you guys, they're like, oh, we're just going to go and look at it. Um, but if you want to bring your board, you can bring your board and surf. And I was like, fuck, this is the best paying trip ever. <laughs> but I can go and surf HTs, give it a little bit more of a nudge because I've got surgeons on the boat. Yeah. So I can always get stitched up and uh, found out pretty quick it was uh, – we started looking for a few smaller waves and stuff, just a bit more of their liking. But it was yeah. pumping HTs, three or four guys out and um, got – and I'm like, I'm, I'm get, I felt like a pro surfer. I was getting paid. Wow. Zombie, zombie great. Epic. It was good, but yeah, they were a great crew. But yeah, that was um, a good trip. It's the dream trip right there. Dream. Yeah, sick. And what about that? Um, I always I always like the stories where shit goes wrong. That shit box boat you were telling us about, um, the cheapest one or whatever, the worst one. Did you have ever had any mishaps on that one? The first time I was on it, I we were surfing macaronis. I was Chris Ross was on that trip actually. Oh yeah, just giving it a nudge, mm. and um, I ended up fracturing my elbow at macaronis on the second last day. So yeah, right. For me personally, that was a little bit of grief, but it was that <laughs> kind of boat where there's just it was the tiniest yacht. You couldn't. There was no eating place, and you you slept for ten days, like right against the diesel motor. If they ever got it going, it was unbelievable. <laughs> but you know, we we were there for uh, the the cheap trip. Yeah, it was yeah. good though. Yeah, um, I, can't, I can't remember that boat's name. It feels like everyone in Margaret River's been on it though. Yeah, right. Nah, I think that's a lot better than that other one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought being a Margie sing, you might have been on Sully's boat, the Huey. You know, that's pretty pimp. Yeah, that's a good boat. No, yeah. never got the invite on that one. That would have been good. <laughs> what do you got there, Nami? You got a box? Uh, you got a box? Um, yeah, so I've received this package in the mail today. Um, so I was sort of going, what the fuck is this? And um, it is from our good friend Luke Pridmore over in Tassie. He's uh, the brains behind Primero Surf. Oh, yeah. They sent us some stuff previously. Yes. And um, yeah, so he sent this little package across. He told me he actually tried this beer. That's the old T Bone beer. Oh, what? No way. T Bone's got his own beer. That, you know you've made it if you've got your own beer. So unfortunately, he sent it. it to me, so he can't have it. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you boys I've been working on a beer. <laughs> Looks like you're our new sponsor, mate. There's your beers. 
Glad to sponsor the Barrel Surf Podcast. Yeah, no, nah, so good on you, Lurky Pridmore. He's a fucking legend. And um, listens to the potty and, yeah, send us some stuff. We need to get him a TA, T-Bone, so. Have you got his address on the box and I'll, and I'll uh, send him a four-pack back? Oh, we'll send him, we'll send him a cube across, mate. Send him those ones. <laughs> it's the Tasmanian, man. I'm not paying for a kit in Tassie. Mate, he sent you a, a four-pack of T-Bone beers. That is gold. There you go. Yeah, good on you, Luke. You're a fucking champion, mate. And um, thanks for sending those across and the stickers as well. So got some stickers there. Um, so, Swarty, tell me about, you know, you've talked a little bit about this, but who, who are you, you know, when you ride into it, who are your sort of favourite guys to shoot? Probably the, um, when I was down and down at the slab, mainly like Kale Grigson and Shannon and uh, Ben Rufus, Chris Ross, they're all pretty good. Underground um, core good. lords. Yeah, so underground. That's kind of probably what I did mostly, just work with those type of guys. I worked yep. with um, one of the guys I've worked with from over east that I really, is uh, Jughead Allport. He's, there's nutters and then there's the next level nutters. <laughs> like I think um, he's just that next level. Yeah. Maybe Crossy's up there as well. Okay. Like where – because a lot of other crew are probably calculated. Maybe not Kirby Brown. Kirby's not really that calculated. <laughs> I'll just go that. Hold it That's up, T-Bone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so working with those sort of crew, like it's amazing to see what Jughead does. <laughs> Next level. Yeah. Like, you know, you got Mark Matthews as well. Mark, Mark's, they're all crazy, but it's just the, the extra level of being just that touch more like yeah, okay. like a screw loose. So it was someone like Mark Matthews sort of reeled in in a bit given the injuries he's had over the past few years? Nah, he just he oh. he just seems a little bit more calculated. Okay. Like still charging, like yep. going next level. But you've got someone where um like Jughead or Crossy where they'll just go waves where they don't really care if they don't make it. Right. Like I remember Jughead's first wave on this wave it's probably it's a good 15Ks out behind Cyclops, 10Ks out to sea, getting this wave. I thought he'd died. Right. Like, it was unbelievable. But then just came back past the boat. We had a boat that, that we didn't even have a ski and, and just whipped into another one. But he, I think <laughs> And that's 15Ks off a coast, which is 200Ks from any fucking building oh, whatsoever, pretty much, isn't it? Like, yeah. He's, he's a, I mean, you... Where he he came to Cropper at um, ours, didn't he? In the the last Red Bull sort of comp, he was oh, going yeah. a little bit too hard, and it caught up with him. Yeah, but yeah, he's always. It just seems like he gets away with uh, murder in the end. Is so, what's he crazy. like off the ski or on land? Is yeah, he's a great guy. Just good, a normal guy. Good family man. He's yep. a fireman as well. I was about well. to say he's a fireman, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a, he's a champion. He's a legend. And then you've got like crew like um, Paul Morgan. He gives it a red hot dig, and Brett Bircher. Russ Bjerk. Russ was pretty good to work with. Remember working with Russ when he was like twelve, and he was char <laughs> charging then. Like it was unbelievable. His old man wouldn't really let him tow, like because tow surfing was going pretty big then. And he just said, "Nah, you've got to be able to handle these waves. You've got to paddle." So At twelve, and yeah, he was giving it a dig. He was always going to make it. Great, they're great crew. Holy kind of remind your crew like from over this way. They're just down in Ulladulla and. Just good knockabout Aussies. Have yep. you shot much um, in the other southern states around Australia, like South Oz and 
Yeah. Down in the south of Vico and obviously where you're talking about, Ulladulla and all that. Yeah, done a few trips to um, South Oz. That's always good. You're always getting um, threatened now and then (laughs) from locals wanting to punch your lights out for having a camera. And I'm pretty secretive too. Like I don't drop names or anything like that because I just want to shoot on my own anyway. Yeah. Like what's the point in having the same photos of 40 other photographers? Yeah. So, um, and plus I like surfing myself. And then uh, I was just recently over in New South Wales doing a shoot for Fuji and they got this mega swell and Russ Bjerk rings us up and goes, oh, you're down this way. Like, why don't you just hang around for another two days and um, shoot this spot? We've never got it on. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. But he said, you're going to have to swim because um, we've got a Red Bull shooter on the back, filmer and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, no drama. And we watched it for like – it seemed like about half an hour and there was, it was like 10 foot, like at the most. Yeah. And it was just, it wasn't really doable. It needs to be actually be bigger. And um, I said, why don't you guys just grab the tow rope just in case something does come. Like you, it's a guy from um, Ireland. He was, he was there as well with Russ. He's a Red Bull guy. Oh, he was a Pat, few. Paddy McGonagall. <laughs> no, it wasn't Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. young it could well be, that could well be his name. <laughs> yeah. There was That's a few uncle. Irish charges, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it Fergus? Ferg, Fergal Smith? Nah, nah, nah. Fergal's not traveling too much now. But anyway, it might come back to me. But so it, they dropped me off and it was kind of like yesterday with the current and I was like quite safe from the 10 foot. I was, I was shooting with a longer lens. I wasn't even shooting wide because I thought, oh, you know, I'll just keep safe. I've been out injured with a shoulder injury. It's the first really big swim I've had for a while. And honestly, this wave came through, nothing had come through. And like a 15 to 18 footer, like really? big Fuck. sucking. And I'm in legit. the zone like legit. <laughs> oh, I'm, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Unknown territory like, too. What the hell? I, now yeah. I'm in the impact zone, dumping, diving under a 15 to 18 footer slab. Oh. And I didn't even take a shot. <laughs> and they were on it? Someone was on One it? One was on He was on it. The Irish lad was on it. And just, um, I was like, I couldn't even take a photo. Fuck. And just got smoked. <laughs> <laughs> like I could not believe it. And I was just like, this is, then I was uncomfortable. You know, yeah. you get one of them on the head. And then uh, I got Birky's shot. Like, I'll um, show you the image. It's pretty solid. Yeah. And um, Did the, image- but the whole time it was like, it was worse than the whole current. We wanted to take me into the zone. Ah. And um, I just kept holding onto the back of the ski, getting dragged out of the impact zone. And when they caught, like, nothing really come in after that. Really? It was crazy. And when they called it a day, I was so stoked. I got in the car, I was in a high car and went straight back up to Sydney. I was like, I'm done. One photo for about three hours of swimming in the current. And nearly oh. dying. Fuck. Oh, and it's it a six, six shot though? It's pretty good. It was like, it's kind of backlit, yeah. stuff like that. The first wave would have been interesting to shoot, but I, I did. It's I not that dive. bummy that they're always surfing, is nah, it? Yeah. Nah, it's like a, the, the last time I was with Russ when he was like 12, we, um, he paddled into this um, – and even then they're like, oh, we've got this paddle wave. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, can I swim out there? They're like, <laughs> they're just so relaxed. And you end up swimming like an hour out to sea. It's <laughs> really? crazy. But yeah, that no day, no apparently it was good. So that was, I don't know how old Russ is now. He's probably not even 20, is he? He's <laughs> no, I think he definitely is. He's about 10 years, you know, prior to that. It yeah, was right. good. And one or two waves come in. Yeah, it's not the usual things they tow. Okay. It was, um, yeah, it was crazy. I'll, I'll flick you the image. Yeah, sick. So someone like Russell Bjerke, um, 
from that, it sounds like he, he knows what he wants in terms of I need it. I need someone to shoot, and this is what you're going to have to do. Seems like he's pretty switched on. Is that is, does he sort of um, serve for a living, or has he got another job? Pretty sure that's all he does. Yeah, yeah. like um, just how it should be. Yeah, it's great. Like he'd be a good ambassador for companies. I think with o, with O'Neill, he's he'd be great. Yeah. Like, and he's just a he's just a humble guy, and his um, old man shapes his boards. Kirk Bjork. Champion. Kirk Bjerk. That's yeah, a yeah. sick name. That is a great name. Yeah, it's yeah. way better than my name. Great family. <laughs> and, you know, he came Renity up. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know, and you couldn't get a big head down there. There's, it's, you know, you, you grow up and, and you're under Paul Morgan and Brett Birch's wing. You, you're not going to get too carried away. No, no. And you're right into your rugby league, I guess, and just uh, humble, humble people, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's good. good. Good going over the East Coast. There's a lot more people to talk rugby league with over there. <laughs> yeah. And what about uh, Tassie? You ever been down there? I've been to Tassie, yeah. yeah. Went to Shippies for a swell and did, you? did the walk-in because when you do it, you, when you're over there your first time, you can't get on a boat. So really? they make you walk in. Yeah. So it's about two hours walk. It's crazy. And it was shit house. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it was just average. Like, I've, I haven't got it on. No, no, I haven't got any decent shots. Did you swim out there? Yeah, yeah. So you walked in and just jumped walked off in, the beach and swam out, out and walked walked back to the car. Yeah, Through right. Beautiful walk, like amazing country. Tassie crew, those boys are pretty loose too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they they had a huge night the night before, and um, oh, I can't recall who was on. I I'd, I'd never met him before, but they had a Red Bull ski, and so. Wherever we were staying, we had to drive about an hour and a half to get to the boat ramp. And yeah. he's, um, they get to the boat ramp and they're like, fuck, where's the jet ski? Really? It wasn't even on the trailer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come off. No. Come off about an hour back. <laughs> I had to go and get it. It was in the bush. Like, oh. They, oh, did you tie it on or did you tie it on? Yeah. It was a pretty big night. They, oh, they can go fuck. pretty loose. That's fucking funny. Yeah, good good crew though. Yeah. Really yeah. good crew. <clears throat> I'd love to go to Tassie. I haven't been there. I'd be amazing. Yeah, I'd love to do another trip. Mate, Tassie's there. your your uh your home state almost. You reckon? You reckon cold, I'd blend in? Cold You'd blend water. In. Yeah. Cold, yeah. Beard. Good beard. Good beard. Yeah. Keeps, can't see eating mushrooms all the time. Mullet. <laughs> you call that haircut a mullet? You could go the mullet and yeah. the beard. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. I'm not sure. It's the bald mullet, because you look yeah. at the back of his head, he's got the big spot there. Yeah. Got the patch. Yeah, I got a fry tuck. What's <laughs> 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 um, what's Simon Tien's nickname again? What's everyone calling him again? I forgot. Simon. Simon is um, oh, I can't believe Sate. Sate, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, because I, I got a lift out with Sate to Northies yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was just running, about to run out on the point, and he was he was loading up to go out to the bombing out. He's a champion. Out in the middle of the sea, and uh, he's like, how's he jump home? I'm like, fucking oath. Then I jump off the ski, and, mate, you know, Sato's, he's a little bit vertically challenged, you know. He's, he's not not tall man like Namu who gets to see my balls all the time. And uh, and then, mate, so I, uh, I jump off the ski, and he's chatting there, and I'm about to duck under a closeout set that's, you know, breaking wide. And he's like, Adzi, you're fucking got a fry tuck there, don't you, mate? <laughs> that's the last thing I heard it as I was just bailing out my board under a 10-foot foamy. I'm like, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, he's off he went. That's gold. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He was at, he was at Cal Bommy. I think we had a session out there about um, two or three weeks ago. Oh, I saw um, that one. I got a beautiful shot of him, but he's yeah. kind of like how he got towed in. He, 
you know, everyone says, oh, I should have done this and should have done that yeah, in hindsight. Easy but to the say. shot itself looked beautiful. And, I know. Um, I saw I that. Think, it was on Surfline, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Surfline Runner. And yep. I, I hope you didn't read the comments. Like, the comments were just, like, smoking him for being a shoulder. On the shoulder no way, were they? <laughs> probably got, probably, <laughs> I mean, probably from crew that surf one foot waves their whole hmm. life, wouldn't have an idea. It was just the way they'd. Well, it looked like it was towing. a long way on the shoulder, didn't it? And it was the cover shot of the whole story, too. I know. It was, yeah, because it was such a sick photo the wave is like tubing 20 fucking uh, 11 feet whatever that is like but he was he was like that he was looking back like the shot is actually him looking back into the wave going you know i just got towed in wrong yeah it's just one of those things i wish i was back there yeah so he knew it yeah but but getting roasted by people that surf yeah and then surf has gone we're going to run this as a cover as a cover (laughs) to the story yeah and because because it's like some of those photos and that's, I mean, it was on shore that day. It was fucking howling on shore and yeah. it was stormy, big, huge storm swell, six metres. And, and, uh, but that shot is, looks like it's fucking five knot offshore and buttery. Yeah. It was so clean that wave, wasn't it? It had its moments of cleaning up and it, it was good because normally I don't even go at cow bombing because it's just so difficult to make look good, really. I mean, yeah, Moon's right. got some amazing photos because he's spent some time out there and we had that session about, fuck. I saw Alfie in the car park yesterday and we were talking about that session that would have been 10 or 12 years ago. I don't know where it was quite busy out there that day. The sunny offshore day with the helicopter and that? Yeah, and it was offshore and We were just talking about that in the Damon episode actually. Oh, Uh, yeah. That was like 06, mate. Was that 06? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where everyone was out there and Oscar Adrian got that big cover shot. Yeah, that was like Everyone was waiting just out the back and Oscar's just towing into the the mid-ranges. Yeah, getting getting barreled. It's hardly even towed before. That yeah. was gold. That so you don't get many of those days. No. I mean, the other day we had moments where it cleaned up, and I mean, Shannon was pushing the barrel. You know, he was trying to get barrel. He he got flogged a few times. Did he? Yeah. yeah. So he have, pulled, pulled have, the old safety vest about two or three times <laughs> with the with the um with the canisters in it. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Right. Southwest Mad Dogs. Mad Dogs. And mates, have, have you ever had to use your uh? rescue skills in the water a couple of times i've Have rescued you? uh warrell shannon warrell down at the right really like he was getting a two-wave hold down i had my son on the ski that day oh yeah he Just, as getting, you do yeah yeah well i got <laughs> take, him to be take, my take your kid guy. to work day no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was loving it it was good and i was like fuck i'm gonna lose um, my son off the back while i'm trying to rescue <laughs> shannon this is not gonna go down well i mean he's a good surfer and he would have probably handled it, but my wife is um, not going to be happy. Nah, <laughs> could have gone pear shaped, but I did a. Um, so what, tell us about that scenario. Like what? Well, basically, I got there a little later than everyone else, and I was because I was about to swim, and Kalani was going to be my um, rescue driver. Kalani's your son. Yeah, my oldest, and he, um, and then Shannon. I think it was the one he won the award for, like the biggest wave or biggest barrel. Oh, of the that year. crazy barrel! Crazy one. one. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he went. He went down on that one, and I started looking around, thinking, you know, it's like twenty photographers in the channel. I mean, I yep. didn't even shoot the wave. I didn't even got my gear out yet because I was going to swim, and um, they didn't do a thing. And so I just sort of got into it and got got to him. Went in. And then had to come out because of the second wave. So now he's got two waves hold down. And wow. then, yeah, so he's kind of like Ant-Man, like between him, Ant-Man, maybe one or two others, they're not surviving this stuff. Wow. They, can, they can go into another zone. And mm. then um, we managed to get him out before the third wave. 
So it was it was interesting times. And did you have to, um, as Damon Easto put it, um, high ab arm him out of there? He was yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's claiming Courtney Gray's got a high ab for an a high ab uh, crane for an arm. Oh, does he? Yeah, so he reckons <laughs> that'd be good. Yes. Yeah. Just put the arm out. Nah, he came out and then all we, all we got was his elbow and um, we managed just to drag him up onto the rescue sled and get him out to the channel. Yeah, right. So that's one. And he was he was um, sort of not all there? Not all the, there. Yep. Half half on con- unconscious, yep. half with us. So, yeah, so we got him. And then the, the biggest one was probably when I got that guy at Mavericks, rescued him and oh, really? a little bit more on that day. Don't know anything about that. Please explain. Nothing about that one? No, yeah, fucking give it. Let's hear that one. A, yeah. Do you want to do it from the, the how uh, do we end want, up at mate, Mavericks? Do you want to pause and a piss before you start? Be good. Can we yeah, pause it? We, we can, can do, do that, that for yeah, sure, man. For sure. Sounds like a good one. Mate, I was just reading up on the James Halliday Top 100 Wines in Australia. He knows his stuff. He does. And you know what he uh, his review was for Forrester Wines? Five stars. He said it was fucking sick. Fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I read. In big letters, underlined, Forrester Wines, fucking sick. James Halliday, get in some Forrester into you. Hook into it. Wildwood Road. Yes, well, I have been drinking Cheeky Monkey XPA. It's bloody beautiful. Uh, it's right in the middle of everything in terms of craft beer. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Just alcohol, flavour. It's not boring in flavour-wise. It's still got plenty of flavour, but then it's uh, it's like a 5%er, so it's still sessionable. And, mate, I just think it's their best all-round beer. It's a fucking ripper. XPA, cheeky monkey. Get it in here. Woo-hoo. Hi guys, my name is Betty Lou Sakura Johnson and I'm here with Barrel Surf Podcast. Hi guys, we just had a little break there um, and we were talking about Mavericks. A rescue. Let's Mavericks. talk about us. Yeah, about we'll uh, this story. Rescue yes. skills. We'll go from the start because... Yep, it, do it. I got an um, actual call from Paul Morgan. He said, um, do you want to come to, the, come to Hawaii and um, mm. shoot a swell? Like it could have been the Eddie might have been on, but it might have been one of those borderline ones. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a pretty good trip. And this is when I was chasing it, you know, I was just chasing it. And I was in the fire brigade then. And when you're in the fire brigade, you work four days on, four days off. And I thought what I'll do is I'll book off sick for my next set. So it basically gives you 12 days off. And so I flew out on the first day and went to Hawaii with uh, Morgan and Bircher. And Wow, that's a short window. Yeah, oh, no, this is cr- it's nuts. I shouldn't have even been there. So I'm just going to Hawaii. <laughs> like for maybe 10 days and then coming home, yep. book off sick and then go back to work. And, um, so we're there and, uh, the eddy doesn't get run. They surf, they, I mean, they were going to run the eddy and I thought oh, I'm going to walk down and get a good spot at like five in the morning. Well underprepared. It's packed. Yeah, like, really? Everywhere. You cannot get a, get a spot. It's that nuts. You can't get a park or a spot to actually shoot. Everything. Either. It's just yeah, crazy. So you needed to get there at like three in the morning. Yeah. People are getting there like the day before and camping. Oh, really? Along the road <laughs> to, so they can have the mate, best. You know, mate, I, I would do that. If I was in Hawaii and the Eddie was running, you fucking would. I'm glad I've got this piece of advice to know how early I need to go if that ever happens. Yeah. Because so, I would have thought five would have been mate, sweet. You'd get the year before. <laughs> <laughs> you'd get a spot then. 
And just, so I was unprepared and, and, and it's one of those things that di it didn't run and Morgan and Bertram went and surfed Waimea and stuff like that. And I just shot sort of the, the lifestyle around Hawaii and they're like, we should take, we should follow this swell to California and go and surf Mavericks while we're here. Do you want to come to Mavericks? And I was like, fuck the window. Like I don't really have time. Oh, if I can get a, um, if I can get a flight, I'll do it. And I was hunting the, uh, the internet out the front getting mowed down by mozzies trying to book this flight. And I thought if, if I get drop out, if I drop out this time, I'm just going to go home and I managed to get a flight. And so we landed in LA. So, and then cause Morgan and Bertrand were picking up boards and I'm like, well, how am I even going to be, um, get out there? So, I, um, Jughead, Skin Dog Collins. If you, oh yeah, if you I remember Skin that Dog, name. Yeah. Yep. So I got his number from Jughead. They're really good mates. They're two and peas in a pod, those guys, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind. He's the, uh, he's the American <laughs> bloody Jughead for sure. He's crazy. And he goes, yeah, um, no. Like I said, oh, look, is there any chance of um, borrowing a jet ski or coming out on your ski? He goes, no, you can't. Like I've got a um, – I've already got a filmer using my ski. Yeah. I said, oh, no drama. And I thought, oh, fuck, I probably could just swim out and shoot with a long lens or something because I've never been there. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> don't know on. what's going on. I'll just fucking swim it. <laughs> so he, he rings us up about midnight. We're heading up. From, we're doing the long drive from LA. So how, lo how long a drive is it from LA? It's long. It's got to be at least five or six hours. I'm okay. only guessing though. But yeah, I have to yeah. Google it. But it is a long it's way up. Because it's just south of San Francisco, isn't yeah. it? So LA to San Fran. Don't know what that is. I think it's yeah. about five hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, long, long in WA is long. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we get up, he rings us and goes, oh, the, the filmers, do you want to um, use the ski? I'll use my ski to go out there and um, I'll jump off and I'll paddle and you can shoot off it. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, sick. And so we meet him at the boat ramp and I'd, you know, I'd never even, we went out, we went out through the marina. I wasn't even paying attention because I was on the back of the ski and knew what he was doing. So that was my, kind of my first mistake. And then we got out there and it was just like a day, like probably 12 foot, maybe 10 or 12 foot, like pretty doable. Like it was, if you were going to learn how to surf Mavericks, this was the day. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, um, so this went on for about an hour and guys were getting, getting waves. And honestly it went from, it was 10 to 12 foot. I mean, um, Paul, uh, nah, Brett Bertrand just got a wave and he come over to the ski he goes, oh, do you want to get one? Cause I said, I wanted to get one. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, just maybe in 10 or 15 minutes, I'll get a couple more shots. It was nearly like shooting a big bomb. It was hard to shoot. It was actually pretty average. Yeah. And honestly, two waves come in that were 25 to 30. What? I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it was a hard to believe. Like they were where I was sitting on the ski, I had to motor to the, to the left to get out of the way. And there was this huge boat out there with, um, paying tourists watching what was going on. Oh, holy shit. It was crazy. <laughs> so they, they were already motoring. They'd seen it. And I was like, pretty much it wiped out the whole zone because it broke so much further out. So yep. if you were out there and, um, you were deciding to, this is a good day to learn. Now it's turned <laughs> into the crazy. Wow. Yeah. Good day to drown. Good day to drown. And it was huge and it's scary. And then, um, I seen a few guys go over the falls and I seen a guy wave. And so I went in there and picked him up and sort of like, shit, I'm on, on the, on, you know, skin dogs ski and it was starting to cavitate cause there's so much white water. I'm going to get cleaned. Oh, and, um, the second wave come pretty quick as well. But as I was coming out, I thought I'd seen something 
floating in the water. I wasn't quite sure because there's a lot of um, kelp in the water over there. And I get back to the channel and I was like, fuck, I'm, I might just go for a little, have another look just in case. Like it was, it went back to being minor basically. And so I went, I I was having a look around the rocks and then I went back around the rocks and I seen this, um, kayak guy waving to me. This is on the other side of the rocks, like like the Northern side, back towards the beach. You know how it's got the rocks in front of Eastern side. Wouldn't have a clue of the directions. Well, okay. It's West Coast, so yeah, yeah, yeah back yeah. towards the beach. Yeah, back towards oh, back the beach towards on the, beach. the other side of the rocks. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about yeah, northern like around the fucking nah. headland. No, nah. I was kind of looking in the zone for a while, and then yeah. for some reason, I felt like I should go around the rocks and have a look. Wow! And then that's when um, Jacob, that's Jacob Treddy, his name was um, just Jacob floating Treddy? there. Five minutes, maybe. Whoa! It would have been five minutes. Face down. Face down. Huge, full of water. He was full of huge, full of fuck. water. And did he have his board on him still? No, nah, no board, no anything. And but he was floating, floating. Did he have paddle vests and? No, nah, this is back in the. I don't even know if they were. They had vests even. So back you reckon then. just the wetsuit alone made him float? I think just the air in his body. The air in his body. Yeah. Not just, the water in his enough. body, obviously. Something that you can't it, actually understand if you've yeah. never sort if of revived someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much water is actually? Heaps of water. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised as well. And so I got him onto the, um, I had, he had a rescue sled, which was good. And, uh, and then that's. Who had a rescue sled? Skin dog. Oh, on the ski ski you were on. Yeah. But I. Were you by yourself on the ski? No, I, I had a guy that I rescued first. But when I saw someone wave and I kicked him off, for some reason, <laughs> that was off. my second mistake. Like I kicked him off thinking I need to get in here quicker. I need to do this thing. Yeah. But it's still quite, um, you've got like three foot or four foot of whitewash back there. It's backed off quite a bit. Yeah, but and it's so still, I had to jump uh, off, hold the rescue sled. And I just manhandled him onto the sled and then kind of grabbed the, his wedding. And, and now I could hear the um, paramedics coming. So people, because they get a big crowd. Yeah. People have seen this go down. So someone's already rang the paramedics. So they could see a floating body before yeah, you. They could see everything going down <clears throat> wow. from the top of the cliffs. And I, so I, I'm like, so where do I go now? I just drove him up onto the beach and, and started recess. And sorry. So i oh, sorry. I love the details, but you jumped <laughs> off the ski that yeah. you were the only person on the ski. Yeah. Wrestled him onto the sled. Yeah. And he's just out cold, full of yeah, water. Yeah, he's gone. Air. He's like, I thought he was dead for sure. Yeah, and then you so Fucking you've got him onto the sled, the beach. and then you jump back on the ski. Got him onto the sled. Did you tie him on with any fucking straps or something? How did you keep just, him on there? Then I just, um, you know, just drove the ski with one hand, and then held his weddy, yeah, like, right. with the other hand. Just held him by the hair. Just pretty much. Fuck. Like you just do, and then drove it up onto the beach, and then um, is there started. a shore break there? Nah, it's not too bad. It's yeah. it's pr- pretty. It's doable. Yeah. Those then, rocks sort of stop everything from coming into the bay. Yeah, don't they? yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of, it, it goes from like 20 foot of white water, hits the rocks, and then just sort of filters through to the bay. Oh, they yeah. can get waves in there, but it, it wasn't one of those days. And um, and then just started recess. And by the time the paramedics so, got there, it, it was quite close. I'd only been doing recess for maybe a minute, if that. Yeah. And then I got a few little so heart, out of him. So heart pumps and air. Just heart pumps. Just heart pumps. Just heart pumps, yeah. Wow. I just went straight into the – and then I actually put him – for some reason – Did you check for pulse? 
And I just got into it. He was fucked. You he just knew dead. he didn't have a pulse? Oh, he was, yeah. You just could tell. Really? So you don't even check for pulse? You just well, went you should stri- do. <laughs> but, um, but you didn't. You, you just you went straight into heart pumps. Just went straight into it. Wow. Like he was, Does water come out of him when you're pumping yeah, him? He was. When you're pumping I, heart? I end up getting my elbow and going along his guts and chest and trying to get water out. Fuck. You're like working well it out of him. At the same time. That's heavy. So much water. Yeah, have you ever done a race house? No. Yeah, it's fucking mental. Have you done one? Yeah. The okay. amount of water that is is in there. It's right. next level. It just keeps coming light. And let, well, I, I was doing it with a, a, a couple of first aid guys and nobody said do that. So it yeah. just Yeah, I didn't. Well, mate, we'll just come back to your story. That's interesting yeah. too. But yeah, so, so you're kneeding it out of him yeah, like a got him baker going, fucking got a few making little, a sausage roll. Got a few little gags out of him and then the paramedics come and um, and took over because, you know, you got world-class paramedics from mm. that hospital there. And um, and then my ski Fuck, got, got there quick. Got washed off the beach. I had to swim out and get the ski. <laughs> no, one, no one held the ski. So I swam out, got the ski and went back out and started shooting, thinking no it's just another day. Yeah. And then I get there and Skin Dog was going crazy. He's like, fuck, did you know, that guy die. And I was like, no, nah, I got him back. All good. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it. good. I no, like, brought him back to life. Um, yeah, let's take a they few were shots. Freak, and he goes, "You're not even actually meant to even be out here on a jet ski." Yeah. So I yeah. broke all the rules of being out there, and the, and he said, "This is probably going to blow up. Can you be a spokesman for like having rescue?" And oh, because jet skis were illegal at the time, illegal. Then, weren't they? Yeah. So but I didn't even know. It wasn't like you weren't supposed to be out there, as in terms of, uh, you just like luckily were out there. Uh, you actually weren't supposed to be out there on a legal basis. Yeah, I, so I didn't know the rules. I was, yeah. I was just because we didn't have the same rules over here. And so I did all that and he's like, this is going to get pretty big and did it what? Like he went next level yeah. big. Well, it's America, man. <laughs> Huge. Big. Really? I end up doing like, we'll, we'll go back. So then a few of the boys went for a um, drink and just lunch at the thing and then um, Morgan and um, Birch said, oh, we're going to go and um, – surfing the arbor do you want to swim out I said, fuck that i'm just going to sit on the beach i'm kind of done and um this american guy comes over and he's telling me about this rescue that happened that day that i did and, um, <laughs> and he's like you know this happened and he made it sound like awesome yeah and so american storytelling let him go on for about an hour <laughs> and um and then morgan came in and, and and then he starts telling paul the same story and paul goes yeah that's the guy that did it and he's like freaking <laughs> out but um why didn't you fucking tell me dude <laughs> yeah it was like that but then i end up being on cnn right like the next day live interview with cnn really and I'm like, I don't know why this is getting blown out of proportion. I'm, you know, I'm actually meant to be sick in WA yeah. now. I'm on CNN, <laughs> like it's gone next level because I started getting heaps of calls and I just turned off my phone. And I'm like, this is just a little bit ridiculous, kind of what I do for a living as a firefighter. Yeah. And um, and then my wife managed to get hold of someone. They got hold of me and said, you've got to turn your phone. On. I don't know what you've done over there, but this is this has gone crazy. <laughs> and so. I went and did the interview and like, even with the interview, they're like, ah, oh, it's so amazing. You know, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And I'm like, look, it's not a miracle. I'm a fireman. Yeah. So I do this for a living. I yeah. have a jet ski at home and I'm pretty decent in big waves. Yeah. If you call, if you say preparation them, prevents piss poor performances. Exactly. It wasn't a fucking miracle. But they don't want to know. Because no. I said, if you did the, um, 
you know, if you did the rescue, it probably would be a miracle. <laughs> but they like they didn't even want to they don't want to hear about it. And that kind of filters down all the way back to um, Miracle at Mavericks. And I think um, it just got so big that I just kind of got a um, tap on the you know wrist when I got back to the fire brigade about booking off sick and being in. Oh, America. so they knew about it. Obviously, everyone like, heard like about it. It. it <clears throat> I got to Sydney. I finally got a flight home. You know, because I need to get back to work. And um, got to Sydney and I had calls like, come on today, you know, every show. Really? Then I had another call from America, let's come back to America and do this show. And I just come back like, to America. Yeah, and I'm fuck. like, fuck that. I, I just got to. I haven't got any leave, man. Yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah, I've got no more sickies. <laughs> so I, I, end up, I end up just saying, oh, look, I can't do the, um, the, the morning show because I'm already in the um, airport getting on a flight. But I wasn't, I just didn't want to do it. And then I get to Perth. Um, international, oh, I was on the domestic by then yep. and I could see, you know, there's a bit of media down there. I thought, Surely oh. that's not fucking for me, is it? And, um, and I was like, oh, I had a hoodie and I put the hoodie on. I just want to get my bags and get out of there. <laughs> but they, they bailed me up and they got something you. there. And yeah. Did it a few, th did a few things in the end, but mm. so that was crazy, but just shows you like how things can get blown out of proportion for sure. It is, but it, it is, is pretty heavy. It's saving someone's life. It's, yeah, um, but I mean, you know. he survived, didn't he? Yeah, he survived. Like, yeah, okay, because of me, because of the kayak guy, because of the person that rang, um, what is it, yeah, 911 no, over there, yeah, yeah. and um, and the paramedics. And then he was in a coma for four or five days. They put him in a coma. Oh, really? At wow. the, and he was at probably one of the, the world's best hospitals. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of things that went – yeah, it wasn't um, it wasn't just you. Oh no, I mean, I wasn't but, even meant to be there. It was. But by the same token, if you weren't there, he would have died. So I yeah, mean, he would have died. Yeah, the, you know, everything had to work out for. There was yeah. a lot of people at play, but you were a pretty pivotal part of that. Um, yeah, it was interesting, and we ended up going to visit him about um, two years after that. Really, and um, yeah, it was it was good catching up, and you know, seeing his son, and yeah, right, it was good. His right. old man was just like when we got there, thanking me about a hundred. I said, look, you don't need. But my wife said, look, you just got to be, just accept just it. Just take it. Just yeah. take it. I mean, it. what do you. But, you know, Aussies Because reverse like, the situation. Yeah, but reverse the situation. And if someone had saved your son's life, mate, like what can you do? Well, you're just going to be that fucking overjoyed. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. trying to. You'd be grateful. You know, you'd be yeah, fucking well, sad. Truly, I mean, fuck. You know. So you just got to, yeah, got to take it. But that, that was. That's that fucking was sick the, story. That was story. The big That's one. Awesome, it was man. just crazy. That's cool. And then just getting back to work and, and um, the fire brigade saying, look, you know, you, you technically booked it off for four days and you're in the USA. Like, <laughs> like it, on CNN, you know, Australian fireman. Like, oh, yeah. Rescue, just fucking like, Australian fireman, surf photographer. Fucking I got, say, four like, days off, I didn't say I was going to be at home. Yeah. I was, I was still know. sick. Yeah. I was trying to get some California sun <laughs> <Yeah>. or winter. <laughs> Don't tell and me where I can go mate, on my did you... no, I got a letter from Obama. Did you? Saving that guy. No way. Yeah, it was wow. nuts. What was the letter? Just what? like thanking um, me for saving an American citizen. Kind wow. Of thing. That's yeah. fucking cool. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I thought I was going to get on the America. cartoon. America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's a fucking sick story, man. Far out. That's so good. And, um, yeah, it was, it was good. Just meant to be, you know. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Oh, I was going to say, I, I lost do, it. Do we want to, um, now you've listened to a couple of episodes of Barrel Podcast. Are, are you yeah. aware of the, um, Steve Irwin salute and the, uh, Clive Palmer Cup. 
five pound. I have heard of it, but yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> All right. What's, so as he's as he's a good explainer for the. Oh, yeah, so Clive Palmer Cup. Palmer Cup, you can nominate someone for just being a total fuck win. <laughs> <laughs> it suits that. And name, then the Steve it? Irwin salute, you get to nominate someone for being a fucking legend. Yes, pretty simple. Which is our favourite part, obviously. Yeah. The, uh, well, yeah. as his favourite part is the Steve Irwin salute. My favourite part is the Clive Palmer Cup because <laughs> I love hanging shit on people. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Steve Irwin. I, well, I was listening to one of your podcasts. Um, yesterday with damon easto like he'd have to he'd be up there yeah he's a steve sh- isn't he? he he he's just that good he's, like he's, he's that a great guy good. He, he is all around champion mm. well he he's kind of nearly why i got in like got the ski because i went and um tried to shoot um damon easto and courtney gray at uh, mark's bommy yeah, on right. a real big day film had a film camera in the back with a i don't know what i was thinking i had a 200 mil or 300 mil, like massive Lens. water housing yeah. in a backpack. <laughs> and I was going to paddle out. So I paddled out to Mark's Bommy. Paddled out on a board. On a board. Right. Where they were toe surfing. The only oh, tow team. Fuck. And it's I'm a big paddle. It's a and big it, paddle. And if they're towing, it must be big. And that it's means huge. That there's a lot of water moves in that channel, right? There's a lot of water. I get through the channel and I get into a spot where I'm thinking I'm in the – and then a wave comes that breaks between Margs and Bodies, oh, And I'm like, fuck, this is not good. I've got no breath hold training whatsoever. And I, I don't even think those guys knew I was out there. Really? Like I just paddled off the beach wow. and um, went to the bottom and now my backpack's full of water and, I'm, and I finally get back washed into the channel and I, I was actually coughing up a lot of water. Like I, wow. I feel like a semi-drowned and I finally got back to the beach. No photos. I actually took 36 <laughs> shots of the inside of my backpack, <laughs> the trigger went and, um, and decided to get a jet ski. Wow. Um, because that's what it, it took to be able to shoot those guys doing what they do. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's, um, nuts. So I'll give, um, Damon Easto and, um, Courtney Gray, Courtney Gray, that award. Steve Irwin. And yeah, the other one, I'll have to think about it. Have to hang. Sh- yeah. You could well, give man. it. You could give it to WSL for sure for running those shitty <laughs> yeah, comps mate, in shit a, waves. That's a great call. That'd be yeah. all right. Clive Palmer to the WSL for sure. Fuck. Yeah, up. I've got a uh, a Steve Irwin salute. I'm going to yeah. give my nomination this week to Ocean Heroes, who are doing some incredible work around WA with uh, um, young people with autism and getting them out into the water and uh, yeah, getting them surfing, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Super good work those guys are doing, and congratulations and keep keep it up. Yeah, I know right. that a few a few uh, few of people that we know are becoming involved with that, and um, yeah, doing an amazing job. So, Mate, well there's a kid in um, there's a kid with autism in who's mates with um, my eldest boy, Dunsborough Primary, and uh, he fucking loves going surfing with his mum. Yeah, he's always doing it. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's another way to sort of uh, break out of whichever sort of zone they need to. So it's really Shout good. out to Darcy and uh, Stephanie Marston. They're Indeed. Fucking, they're loving it. Yes. That's great. Mate, I've, I've got a few Steve Irwins. Yeah, well, you always do, mate, because uh, you're a positive fucking motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's been a while too. Um, <laughs> pretty random one. I don't know. I must have been drunk this night taking notes. Pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Dumbo, the movie, the Disney movie Dumbo. Was, well, you've got a young bloke. That's, mate, yeah. that's understandable. Yeah, I was watching it, mate. It was fucking made in 1941, Dumbo, right? 
Mid war, World War Two. Yeah, mate. You Crazy. know what I fucking seen on Dumbo? What have you these seen? guys work? These circus workers were doing shoeys. They were fucking doing shoeys, mate. I fucking <laughs> swear to God, go and watch Dumbo, nineteen forty-one, the original. Hey, I say, I'm just going to cover the microphone up. How much? How much mushrooms are on the mate? <laughs> <laughs> mate, they were doing. They were doing fucking shoeys. I was like, get out of here, like. The Mad Hueys and all these oh, Queenslanders. Oh, booties? Yeah, well, mate, either way. You've like, seen it on the UFC, the yeah, Aussie yeah, guys? Yeah, um, that uh, Bam Bam. Bam the, Bam? Yeah, the tie. Oh, he's yeah. he's, he's doing it. Good. Daniel Ricciardo does it. Like, it's become an Australian thing that came, I'm pretty sure, from the Mad Hueys, uh, like Harrington and all those surfers in the Goldie. And uh, they and it's like, oh, they started the shoey. Mate, they didn't start the shoey. Fucking guys, circus workers on Dumbo in 1941, he's fucking doing a shoey. Like they're wow. all getting on the pierce, fills up the shoe, next it. I'm like, get out of here, shoey. So Steve Irwin to those those cunts. Yeah, that's gold. <laughs> but doing a shoey. Mates, um, uh, another Steve Irwin salute. Surf Museum just out of Denmark. I was down there for a family holiday. It's a really fucking nice surf museum there. I uh, can't remember. It's called the Denmark Surf Museum. Yeah, maybe. Um, Pretty sure it is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> In Denmark? In Denmark. <laughs> it's not quite, but it's just out of town. Um, no, it's really I cool. just got beers. I thought you guys were right. You guys, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yep. Uh, no, it's a good museum. If you're down on the south coast, definitely fucking drop in. They make a good smoothie. Fucking uh, walk around. They had really nice collection of boards. Fucking a lot of boards. Nice boards too. Uh, and the usual paraphernalia on the wall um they had the white horses magazine in there from that's uh, a good mag oh it's a great mag especially yeah, it's got a prescription, uh, prescription. <laughs> you need it mate i'll you get, I'll get to, you a prescription you need that for glasses yeah. i got a subscription from my family for father's day yes sick a mate. year subscription so yeah got mate. the first episode this week oh. wax comb yeah sticker oh sick doesn't get any better how good mate, have you ever had a spread in white horses I've had a few yeah it's have been you? good yeah it's yeah, kind yeah. of like mate, it's uh, a quality production eh? yeah like you want to see your work in the white horses yeah it's like the natural geo of the surf world almost isn't like it like surface journal as well yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah sick mate and I, I, I rolled into the denmark museum and uh, they've got the latest episode on there and uh the unassuming lady there and i'm like i know this episode because i just got it fucking for something as well like birthday or something and uh and i i just flipped open the page and um to the lady behind the counter i'm like do i get a discount if i'm in this magazine and she's like, no. And I'm, uh, <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. But I was in You're the in magazine. It. Yeah, yeah. The latest um, one. Yeah. Not the, the cover shot. No, that's, that is bearded fucking hell man. He's from WA, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that wasn't me. He was better looking than me. Oh, but, uh, the guy that looks like a bit of a sort of Icelandic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warrior. And, yeah, that, ma um, but in, uh, there's a picture, a, a big Pete Jovic special, obviously. Oh, yeah. Pete uh, shooting good stuff yeah i love pete's work yeah. and uh yeah uh dolphins jumping out and i'm just paddling in the foreground like oh, as, a, oh. as a set scratching yeah i was never going to get in on surfing ability well, I was, uh, well i'm in for paddle i'm a good paddler mate, i'm you're a great good, paddler you're a good, <laughs> you're a good fucking, tube rider i'll, take anyone, on, mate, I'll fucking take anyone on in the paddling game <laughs> you're a good tube rider mate no nah, not really you get yeah, cool, you are. <laughs> but anyway so i was pretty pumped on that so shout out to the denmark surf museum it's definitely worth a uh worth a quick um a quick visit if you're down that way, mate. I've I've got a lot of Steve Irwin's. Um, I've got a real fucking good one from yesterday, actually, a ripper, and it's a man who has he's he's won the Steve Irwin before, 
He is double winner. He's a, he's just a fuck, mate. He's an absolute epitome of a West Aussie underground fucking core lord. Oh, I think I know who this is. It's fucking a guy who just doesn't fucking talk to anyone. He doesn't even own a mobile phone, this kid. So he's got no socials whatsoever. Mate, literally doesn't own a mobile phone. You want to call him, you've got to like ring his house, leave a message. It's old it's school. It's actually really annoying these days. Yeah, it's fucking to horrible. To be able to contact <laughs> yeah, people. It's, fucking, mate, it's like, what the Get fuck? Get a fucking phone, mate, mate. That's his style. This is pretty it, rare. Mate, he rocks up everywhere at dawn. He paddles Big Margie's Bommy by himself. It's Big Dotty. You know Big Dotty. Big Dotty. Big Dotty. Yeah. He's a fucking, he's a hero, isn't That's he? That's awesome. He, mate, did you know what he did yesterday? Did you hear that story? He's not the guy that rescued the board. Yeah, of course he, he fucking is. <laughs> mate, it's fucking Big Dotty. Mate, he probably doesn't listen to us, mate. The guy is, he's a fucking legend. Not his he, phone anyway. No, definitely he not. He doesn't know what a podcast is, <laughs> no, does he? No, he fucking wouldn't, mate. But <laughs> he, mate, he hunts big waves by himself with no fanfare. He doesn't wear, like, um... Safety vest, uh, no, mate, he's old school. He just fucking rocks up, paddles out a big bomby by himself, fucking. And I was like, mate, you, you could at least put on a vest. He's like, he just doesn't, you know, like it's just his style. And so, mate, yesterday morning, it was like 4.8 meters at 16 seconds out of the west. It was bombing through the bay. He was out there in the pre dawn light. Like he was out there fucking early, you know. And I'm sitting there, I was there pretty early, and I'm like, oh, I might just wait for the sun to come up so I can see what's going on. And yeah, Dottie's not. He's fucking already out there trying to pull in, you know, like getting washers. And me and me mate Dev are fucking watching and we see this guy take off on a big one because it was not perfect by any stretch yesterday. A uh, big section comes down. So we see him like try to kick off the back and we see his board get sucked over and we're like, fuck, it was like 50 50. He, he might have got sucked over too, that dude. Like he didn't, he didn't get out clean. Like it was, I don't know if he got out at all. Anyway, next minute we see someone just fucking swimming. You know, and and when it's that big, like massive amounts of water moving, and you know he's trying to get to the boat ramp, but he's getting pushed past the boat ramp. You know, he's got to come back to the boat ramp. And I didn't think much of it. I didn't know it was Big Dotty at the time. Anyway, and then we fucking oh well, whatever, and we're like, fuck, we can't see his board. We don't know where his fucking board's gone, and we're like, oh, maybe it went to the fucking to the Malaluka Beach or fucking some of the swimmers' beach. I don't know. That's his problem. Like we're we're watching the waves. I'm I'm trying to g myself up. Gene Hardy's telling me it's fucking scary and all the rest of it and all this shit's going on and um, heavy and <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and then anyway, we're watching it for a bit long and then we mate Dev's like, "Fuck, can you see that cunt way out the back there?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Mate, that guy is someone trying to get that board. I think there's someone getting the board. Like, mate, we're talking way out the back of North Point on a big, big swell." Would have been five, six hundred meters out the back of North Point, like a long way out. So is he paddling his board, getting trying to get the board, or well, is he swimming? Mate, he's obviously fucking grabbed a board from somewhere, and he's fucking gone out, grabbed his board, and then we see him fucking towing it back in. We're like, who the fuck is this fucking mad dog? Like, what a like, mate. I don't, you just wouldn't want to be out there for so many reasons. Mad dog. Mad, mad dog. That's what he is. Mad he's dod. a mad dog. And that's a good one, Nemo. I like that. And um, thanks, Hatsy. Anyway, um, he gets back to the zone. He obviously paddles around the break, gets back near the boat ramp, and all of a sudden it occurs to me. I start talking to me mate Dev, and I'm like, Dev, I reckon this could be me mate Dotty. He's a fucking bit of a 
of a fucking legend, you know, like he's the sort of dude who would do that. And sure enough, I get the binos out in the car and I'm looking at him. I'm like, that's fucking big Dotty. That's big Dotty's fucking curly headed head. <laughs> sure. And I fucking, so I get out of my car, I run down the fucking boat ramp right as he's like crawling his way up the beach. I fucking, I get a, I snap a photo of him because when he wasn't looking, because if he knew I was taking a photo, he'd be fucking mortified. <laughs> you know, he, it's not his style. So I take a photo of him walking up the beach with two boards. Staunch. I start fucking clapping him, mate. I'm giving him a round of applause. I mean, so you should. It was a fucking, you know, victory at sea sort of a day. And then fucking big Doddy. I'm like, Dodd, what the fuck, man? What, how'd you, how'd you even see your board? We couldn't even see it. He goes, well, I swam in and I climbed up on the rocks and I saw my board down near the Malaluka beach on the inside. So he said, I jumped in my car, I drove around to fucking Huzzers and I could see my board like just next to Huzzers or just next to Boris's, you know, which is for those that people don't know that this bay, Jesus. that's about what, 900 meters yeah. on the inside on the far southern corner of the bay, in the protected side. Terrible you know? surf, full of sharks, don't come here. Yeah, well, it's definitely had fatalities. But, um, mate, so he's driven around to, to this little protected wave, 900 metres from North Point, and then he's seen his board and he's gone, new beauty, I'll fucking jump in and get me board. So he jumps in with his second board, takes off after his first board, but his first board just hits some current. And just starts getting fucking sucked out towards fuck knows where. So he just starts paddling fucking after these. Mate. So where'd he paddle out from? Huzzers. Huzzers. Yeah. He okay. fucking drove around Huzzers. He's paddled out from Huzzers, chased his board. It just got in some fucking current. It's taken all the way out the bay, all the way back behind North Point. There's those big yellow shark detector boys. He was out near that fucking thing, and uh, which is creepy enough in itself. And then he's grabbed his fucking board and fucking paddled back in. And typical Doddy style. I bet you if you asked him, like, hey, Dodd, how'd you go yesterday? And you'd be like, oh, got a couple, you know. Like he wouldn't fucking give you – he wouldn't tell you anything about it. He wouldn't – probably didn't even tell his like missus. Like when ask your kids, how was your day at school? Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 100%. 100%. Good. You know Doddy. He wouldn't give you yeah, a fucking yeah, – Yeah, a few yeah. times. He's, mate, you don't get much out of him. You don't. And he's fucking such a cool lord. And I was just like, mate – and then I'm like, do you want me to drive you? Because his car's over at Huss's. <laughs> I'm like, he's, I'm like, you want to lift back? He's like, yeah, that'd be good. Thanks, mate. And nah. I'm like, fucking jump in. He's nah, like, my I'll wedding. I'll swim over. That's fine. <laughs> he's like, <"Yeah."> <laughs> swim back. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. Surprised he didn't swim back and catch a Jewfish on the way. But, <laughs> mate, fucking, he gets in the days. back and he's just having a laugh. And, and I'm like, oh, so what are you doing now? And he's like. Oh, I might just grab something to eat and head back out there. I'm like, fucking <laughs> He's like, no, I'll just, I think it's going to get good. Yeah, I'm going to get back out there. And I'm just like, he, he, and no doubt he did go back out after I left and probably got fucking tubed off his head. So That's nuts. Mate, that's a fucking sick story. It was, and that was a serious fucking swell. That wasn't like a, oh, yeah, there's a couple of big ones. It was a one of those raging fucking long period heavy water swells, wasn't it? Like. Unreal. Big Dotty. Steve Big Irwin Dottie. salute. He get, yeah. He's, he's he had the, it before. Is he the first to win it twice? He's not winning it yet. He hasn't won it yet. No. Well, he hasn't won it. Well, mate, we, we've, we've got, got more nominations still. Yeah, we could but vote before, it. But before you do go on, um, yeah. Russ, have you, have you got another one, mate? Another 
Steve Irwin, because otherwise it'd just be fucking Adzi talking all the time <laughs> as usual. It's hard to beat that one. Donnie's <laughs> one was pretty good. <laughs> Not off the top of my head, I haven't. That's for sure. All right. What's your Adzi? No, no, I, I did mine. I, I did Ocean Heroes. Oh, that's right. That um, was good. I, uh, I got some small ones. Um, uh, my eldest boy, Kingy. Go, Kingy. Mate, Kingswood. Kingswood Kennedy. Legend. Uh, mate. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? Yeah. I, I had trouble getting it over the line, don't worry. I had a lot of resistance. He'll either be a pro surfer or, or a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pro surfer or a DJ. <laughs> exactly. Or a porn star. Well, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a good um, name. Mate, uh, yesterday out at Loz's Lefts, um, he, uh, he, yeah, um, Mate, uh, he's six years old. I've been riding the nine-foot softy with him for a year or so to just me laying on the back and him laying on the front. And then, mate, yesterday was the same raging swell that Dottie just went fucking gallivanting around in for shits and giggles, was wrapping around the Dunsborough side to Loz's left, creating these ankle-high white waters that peeled over a knee-deep crystal-clear water for fucking 40 metres. And um, yeah, I was down there for a swim actually, and there was some little waves there. Yeah, it was sick fun. A little cold water immersion. Yeah, and um, after laying down with me on a on a few waves, I said, "Mate, why don't you try and stand up while I'm laying on the board?" And he did that, and uh, and then he's just out of nowhere, man. And he's pretty timid sort of kid, you know, like, <clears throat> and out of nowhere, he's just like, "Hey, Dad." Oh, can I paddle the board back out myself and try to catch one myself? I'm like, fucking sure, mate. No worries. Mate, did it 60 fucking times, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, he's got the bag. Mate, he just went out and back and out and back and was paddling, caught the waves, stood up, rode him onto the sand, turned around, walked the board back out, paddled it back out, did it again. And I was just like, mate, it was fucking like a, a pivotal moment in my fatherhood That's fucking gold. career. Well, were you on a Mal? Yeah, nine foot softy. Yeah. Yeah, big Mal. Um, and, mate, it was fucking awesome. And I ended up having to leave him because I had to go to fucking uh, physio and he'd been in there for two and a half hours. My missus rocked up. He just didn't want to get out. Like, yes, and it was I just, just like, left him there. Just yeah. <laughs> he was doing well. Six-year-old, he's fine. He just paddled his way down to Dottie's house and they've hooked up. And <laughs> I'm like, you need to – I can't teach you anymore. You need to speak need to Dottie now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dottie's your dad now. <laughs> like, that's gold. So, oh, mate, that's a good dad feeling. Oh, 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 mate, oh, it was a great oh. feeling. It was a great feeling. So uh, I'm nominating my son, Kingy, for a fucking yeah, that's, that's catching awesome. his first waves. Yeah. I, do you know what? I – I, as a founder of the Surf Podcast, uh, no, he generally calls the Steve. Claudia, I, I He's our judge. Do tend to call the the winner, and yeah. uh, thought he's already won it, so we're giving it this week to oh. Young Kingy. Oh, mate, epic! Congratulations, Kingswood Kennedy. Well, that's solid. I just love the name. It's a goodie. He's won yes. it for that as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> now, that's before great. we do um, move on, I do have a Clive Palmer Cup. Yes. nomination and i am going to give it to always a bit you know don't really want to hang shit on the wsl because everybody else does but yes. as you know adzi i have uh in the past done okay in the fantasy uh oh, doesn't know that should i fill him in well you finished number two in the world in the world in the world in the world <clears throat> and then what did you 20, finish this year 2019 and i actually finished 16th this year oh i thought you were fourth for some reason no no top 20 yeah. pretty happy with that over yeah, hundred thousand or yeah. whatever it is do you do and fantasy sorty no no i no. don't do it oh, i'm shocking i'm so patriotic i'm 
Yeah. How it's, does it work? Give us a quick. How does it work? Well, you, you just you pick a couple of surfers and and you've you got points. them for the whole year or <coughs> no, no, no? Each event, each yeah. event, oh, each and event. it's all arsonists. There's no there's no science behind it. I just pick a surfer and somehow I, in the last three years I've come in the top twenty. So that's twice. Awesome. Um, but yep. yes, but the the bone that I have to pick with the WSL is uh, they did sort of promote it earlier in the year as fantasy has changed. We're giving prizes, prizes, prizes. Yeah. And our mate Ryan Pamo, um, who is named the Fuzz, oh yeah, won it. Won the whole world. The whole world. Yeah. Number one in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. He lives in Perth currently. I, I don't he? know if he's from w- Perth originally, but dominating fantasy. He's a Perth boy, and um, yeah, no prizes. Nothing. I spoke to him and he said, not even a fucking meat tray. Nothing. Not what? even a fucking not meat tray. Not even a meat tray. That's rough. I know. Yeah, no, it's quite bummer. I mean, yeah, that's a good call. I mean, through yeah. the leagues that he's in, he'll he'll win a few boards. Um, yeah, yeah. As will I. Yeah. You're beauty. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no no official Wazzle prize. So and did he win our league? Obviously, he's in our league. He won our league. So yeah. he gets himself... Uh, some cheeky monkey beers, yeah, cool. Forrester Estate wine, yep, and some athletic greens for yeah, his cool. overall health. Sweet, can you so, get that here? What athletic greens, yeah, yeah, you certainly can. Yes. And if you want to get some athletic greens, go to <laughs> athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled podcast, or is it barreled? Barreled, barreled podcast, make your no, I think Something. it's barreled. Uh, yeah. make your order and you get a whole bunch of goodies, yeah, and bonuses. Yes, oh, I'm getting on that, yeah, they sponsored. Sponsor us with a bit of product. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can rack you up a line of athletic greens right <laughs> now if you want. <laughs> It'll go well down with the well, we're cheeky lacking, monkey beers. We're lacking any other lines, so that's might as well good. Get, get on the greens. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You guys are just uh, getting heaps of good sponsors. Yeah, we've got some good stuff, that's just epic. product stuff, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's all fun and shits and giggles. So there the you shit. go. That's my Clive Palmer. Okay. Disappointing that's was all you, you sort of talked about it. Just do mm-hmm. it. I mean, even if it's a couple of VIP event entries, you know, for the Margie's comp or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or your Life. local comp. Yeah. It needs yeah. more than that. Well, something. as a start, as a starting point, you know. Yeah, just, mate, you've won the whole year. You've, uh, I mean, you'd be getting 10 grand. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Well, obviously, no, I think that's the whole point, money. mate. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think they've got any money. Yeah, I think yeah. the the billionaire dude has just gone fuck this. You should shit. be able to. His yeah. wife should be able to go to the final, <laughs> a ticket to the finals or something like you've something just like that. Yeah, you, you obviously are that vested in the whole system that you've managed to out predict every other fucking person who's vested in it as well. Like they're just shooting themselves in the fuck. foot a bit, I reckon, at the yeah. moment. Yeah, you're not you're not winning. You you've got this core group of fans. Keep them happy first and then move on to new fans. But you got to yeah. keep your core group happy. Yeah. Anyway. Mates, um, all right, I got a Clive Palmer <clears throat> to the eye surgeon in Bunbury that saved my life by cutting skin cancer out of my eyelid. Say, fuck you, buddy, you wanker, because, tongue in cheek, because uh, he had me booked in about uh, seven weeks ago. And if he'd have done that on that date, I would have missed a total of three weeks of hideous onshore cold rainy swells. <laughs> but he didn't. He fucking now, oh, mate. I know I've had a I've had a shift change. I need to push you back fucking three four weeks. Turns out I missed one of the weeks of the year from surf due to getting absolutely literally stitched up. <laughs> and, uh, mate had to go to uh, <clears throat> go to Bunbury Hospital, full day surgery. They asked me, um, do you want uh, sedation? 
And I said, well, what do you what do you think, you know? And they're like, well, if you have sedation, you can't drive home. And I'm like, well, then i got to fucking get someone to drive me all the way to Bunbury, fucking wait around. I'm like, no, no, I'll be right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, cool. So I fucking go in there. <clears throat> you got a local though. Yeah, got local. local yeah, 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 yeah. You're not doing it full <clears throat> hardcore. Oh, no, no. I'm not doing it sortie style on the fucking oh, back no, of the I'll ski. Be taking it. I just did drinking the, bourbon. I did it. <laughs> no, I did it at the dentist not long ago where I had I haven't been in for a clean for quite a while. And they said, oh, we can give you some injections for this clean. It's going to hurt, but yeah. it's probably going to be, you know, a lot more expensive. You know, yeah. the dentist, you know, yeah, you yeah, they, they, uh, don't miss you. Your kid. For, <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll do the clean without getting a shot. <laughs> I was about a quarter of the way through it and I was like, my God, yeah. I'm not going to make it. Those cleans made it. fucking hurt, eh? Hey? Yeah, especially if you hadn't had one for like 20 years. Yeah, oh, they did. I'm like, what the fuck are you? And they're like, we're cleaning. I'm like, no, you're not. Oh you're fucking God. like sanding my teeth away or some shit. Never doing yeah, no, that, that again. Fuck. Yeah, I'm not doing it. They tried to book me in again. I'm like, no, I'll just brush it. Don't worry a about it. A dental clean? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, they're getting rid of all the fucking shit in your teeth, mate. mate no, it's oh, fucking it was brutal. Fuck that. But I just but sort of <laughs> interrupted, but the old yeah. um, eye surgeon. Yeah, so the eye, mate. So I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I won't get sedation. I Then I can drive home. I don't have to put the missus out or get someone to drive in and all day in Bunbury. Like, it's an hour. For those that don't know, it's like an hour each way, you know? Yeah. So I go in there and, and he's put me back, you know, uh, uh, three or four weeks. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. And I'm, and when I, when I, when I, when I booked it in, I'm like, mate, you know, like I've got to, uh, I'm going on a family holiday to Denmark fucking six days after this op. Am I going to be good to surf? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, you should be fine. I'm like, okay. And that was like months before. And then it gets delayed. Uh, no, then, then it comes around and then, um, <clears throat> mate, he, uh, he does it and you, you're down on the table and he covers the whole body except for, with this like cloth, except for your eye. And he's like, keep your eye. And I'm like, can I close my eye? And he's like, no, you got to keep it open, right? It's in this skin cancer is my eyelid. And yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and then, and then, mate, he's got the brightest fucking head torch on, like obviously medicinal grade head <laughs> torch. And he's just like, keep your eye open. And he's got that on his head and he's looking straight in my eyeball. So I'm just, all I can see is his fucking bright eye bright light coming down at me and then i just see this blurry outline shadow of this scalpel coming down towards me eyeball it's right at this point i'm starting to think fuck i should have had sedation what was i thinking right <laughs> but he puts all these drops in your eyes and why would you not take sedation because i offered it to you mate you know what i actually thought i was going to drive home and i had this job <clears throat> really gnarly plumbing job i had to do i thought i might be able to knock it out when i got back and so I didn't have to work on this Saturday because, mate, long story. But anyway, <laughs> <coughs> so I thought, <coughs> I thought, oh, you know, I'll, I'll drive home. Mate, they put this fucking shit in your eyes, these drops. It stings so fucking bad. It's like anti-fucking-deceptic or something. That So they've cut it out, right? And then they cut it out and they're like, we've got to test the meat first. So they they chuck a patch over your eye. They don't stitch you up. They chop out the meat. They send you back. You go and sit in a bed for like three, four hours while they test the meat for cancer and tell you whether they got the margins. And they're like, yeah, okay, it's all clear. Come back in. We'll stitch you up. So go back in, get fucking more local, get stitched up again. Yeah, fucking sweet. Oh, big day. But yeah, put the shit in. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, fucking, you know, I'll be in and out in a couple of hours. It didn't quite happen like that. And then and then they're like, oh, you got someone to pick you up? And I'm like, no, nah, I didn't have sedation, remember? Like, they're like, oh, you didn't have sedation? Oh, okay, you're right to drive home, mate. I couldn't see a fucking thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know why they put the drops in my good eye. 
because there's nothing wrong with that eye, mate. And my eyes were so bloodshot. It's like I'd punched like 50 buckets of medicinal hydros. Like couldn't see if I, I'm walking around like hold me so eyes just like this. like any other day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and fucking, mate. And I had to sit in the waiting room and, I, and I'm like, fuck, I've got to drive. I can't fucking see a thing. My eyes are just pissing water, both of them. And I'm like, so I, I walk out and it was a sunny day because, mate, the winter storms were fucking clearing. The surf was coming, you know, like, and I've had to walk out of my car I could hardly fucking see him. Surprised I didn't get run over in the car park. Shading my eyes, get to my car, put the sunshade up, and just had to chill in my car for like two and a half hours, just waiting for this shit in my eyes to subside so I could see, Jeez. so I could drive home. And I'm like, I guess I'm not doing that fucking job this afternoon. So, um, so that's a lesson for you, kids out there. Yeah. If you ever have an operation of any sort. Yeah. Get picked up. Yeah, and get sedated. As he's off his chops <laughs> yeah. if he thinks he's driving home after any sort of an operation. Yeah, and I did. So I fucking waited and my my good eye got better. My my operated eye was completely fucked for a couple of days. <laughs> like just watered the whole time. And and then I had to put all this gel in it that fucking made it blurry. It was like driving home drunk, man. It was fucking crazy. So might and as well got sedation. Yeah, might as well have got drunk. That's what I should have done. But anyway, <laughs> fucking, mate, but but that's not the reason that I'm nominating this guy for the Clive. Like, good job, well done, and it's a really tricky shit. As you were two hours in, mate. I told my client, my, sometimes Clives can be long, you know, there's a lot of pent-up well, yeah, anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need mate, a counsellor in here. Yeah, mate, the reason why I'm nominating for the Clive is because if he'd have done it on the original date, I would have missed out on winter onshores. As it turned out, yeah. mate, I'm calling week of the year. It was about three weeks ago, maybe, Sorty. I'm sure you remember it. Was it was good, yeah. It was fucking good, all right. Good all week. It was like oh, Monday yeah, 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 to yeah. Friday. It was like eight to ten foot in offshore, six to eight foot next day. Dropped down to about four or five. Then it bumped up to six to eight and just offshore all day, every day for Couple a week. Of good surfs all, uh, oh, two man. koalas that day, yeah, that week. fucking hell. I was fucking choking, mate. I was choking. <laughs> so... Yes. Yeah, that's me, Clive. That's um, what happens, mate. That's what happens. Should what happens. Um, Could now, not have skin cancers as well. Fuck <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Shit happens when you're a server. Now, yes. Adson. Ads, Adson. 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 That's yes. your new name. Adson. Adzi. Adson. <laughs> the old IPAs are kicking Adzum. in, boys. <laughs> mate, I'm, on the, I'm in the mid-strength, so that's okay. all good. Yes. Um, all right. So I think unless you've got something else you want to. Of course I've got something else. What have you got? Well, look, um, I've got, uh, I've got. I'm not wrapping you up, mate. I'm just oh, saying yeah? if you got anything else. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were wrapping me up. He's always trying to wrap me up. So what do you? No, Timo is trying to wrap you up. Yeah, Timo just left. He's given up on trying to wrap us up. He's like, these cunts are unwrappable. He's, <laughs> right. like, He's straight to the. Now let's. I reckon we have a piss party. break. Oh no! I want to give a quick shout out to, um, to just a man. remember you're going to cop it on the socials, mate. It's For not what? about you. No. It's about Russ Lord. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what we're here for. Is it? My mum, if she gets hold of this, she'll be on the she'll be on the socials okay. for sure. Uh <laughs> my shout out to Troy Bauer. Troy Bauer. Who's a local lad, uh, who about three or four weeks ago absolutely scalped himself out at three two koalas. Two koalas. Uh yes. hit the reef, saw a photo. Ooh. Um I don't know him personally, but it was serious. Had to Go to Perth, uh, like um, um, plastic one. surgery. Oh, mate, like when someone says, yeah, scalping, it was like, mate, I saw the photo oh, of the stitch. It was like his whole fucking scalp was just his big horseshoe fucking full wow. of stitches. 
So, uh, mate, hope you're healing up well. Troy Barry's obviously a local surfer and has been around a while and, uh, yeah, just sort of give him a shout-out for yeah, nice. um, headbutting the fuck out of the reef. Yeah. Don't do that. I'd also like to shout-out to the Car Bay Board Riders for their 26th annual uh, – Maybe Grace not Daniel. annual, but 26th yeah, annual Grace Town Grommets competition. Yeah. Well, I mean 26th running of the, the Car- yeah. uh, Grace yeah, Town yeah. Grommets. Yeah, now, uh, you did some uh, commentating down there, Adzi. I did, mate. Yeah, it was a great day. Um, yeah, South Point was firing. They were running double heats, huzzers and southies. Uh, it was fucking double sick. Heats. Double heats. That was a big hits. day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that solid. Big day, yeah? yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, it was really cranking. Beautiful waves. Another lesson for the wazzle. Ripping. If there's two waves to surf, fucking surf and both. And yeah, just, it's right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. No brainer. Great day out. Uh, I had the pleasure of being joined in the booth, the commentary booth, with uh, young Mickey Plowman, and at the other end of the spectrum, uh, James Katz Cato. So, uh, yeah, mate, Katz was that really is two ends of the spectrum. (laughs) It is two (laughs) very different characters there, but mates, uh, two fucking legends, uh, beautiful in their own ways, and um, yeah, it was really cool. A fun day out, Sunday morning. uh, They fed me up with bacon and egg burgers and all that shit you get when you're like judging and commentating and stuff. It was just a constant supply of like juices and lollies and hot dogs and fuck. It was sick. Kids were ripping, waves of fire and. Um, Kat's joined me on the microphone for a couple of hours. It's pretty funny. He was, uh, mate, I mean, he's born and bred there and he gave yep. his unique insight into uh, what the kids, and funnily enough, mate, he would say something like, oh, this kid should do this or that. And then next minute, the kid does it, wins the heat. It's like, mate. It's a fucking bug one, mate. Fucking hell. It's pretty cool. He was Never at, he, underestimate the cats. Yeah, yep. cats was out at Kalbomi uh, three weeks ago and he took uh, Sid, Sid Inglet. Dave's Dave's son out there oh, gave no him way. an education. Sick. It was how so old Sid? Do you reckon like thirteen? Uh, about fifteen. Sid is my same age as he my was in, daughter. He won the so under sixteen. Fifteen, but he you know he won Sid, the blue ribbon event at the Gracetown Grommies. Sid looks about ten. You know he's, yeah, he's, he's tiny. I, I was yep. like that when I was a Grom too, like a kid. Like I was, you know, you're fifteen, but you look about ten because he's he's. But yeah, Sid's a great. He he's been charging. I um, was Big out box with him not long ago and he, he gave it a nudge for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Katz uh, did mention that on the mic. and um, Oh, did he? Yeah, that uh, Sid had been out there with him and then he was telling us all what Sid should do in the under-16 finals, which is the Blue Ribbon event, and Sid did it and he won. Then he did it. Wow. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good comp. Oh, sick. Fun. So, it's so coach. good to see the kids getting up there and having a dig and – they're progressing so quickly, some of those groms, you and know. It's a, so. it's a memorial comp too in mm. honour of the uh, cliff nine collapse. people who lost mm. their lives in the Gracetown uh, cliff tragedy in like 94, 95. Was it? 96. Yep. Um, pretty hectic. And, and mate, the you know, the fucked up thing is, or fuck, not fucked up, the beautiful thing or whatever you want to call it is that when they lost their lives, they were doing exactly – what the Greystown Grommets that, was yep. doing. It was a school kids surfing comp and it was raining and they, they hung in the cave and, you know, Katz was telling us on that, on that day that, um, you know, he spent his whole childhood in that cave cooking baked beans on the fire in between <laughs> yeah. surfs, you know, and mate, they were doing that and it collapsed and killed nine of them. It's, it's yeah, pretty insane. Pretty, uh, pretty dark day. And I was thinking about it. It's got to be the darkest day in surf culture in the world. Don't you reckon? It would, I mean, if you were to fucking throw that question out there, what's the darkest day in surfing culture in the whole world in terms of people like losing life or injury? I mean, 
I think it'd be pretty hard to top that. I mean, nine lives got lost. Yeah, at a surf yeah, you probably don't need to rank it. It's um, well, just one of those things that just lives. a freaky, freaky accident. No, not re- yeah, not really ranking, more analysing it. Yeah, you know, just going yeah. wow, like just to show how significant it was. You oh, know? it was significant. It was. It was crazy. It was, yeah, it was mental. Man, it's insane. Well, I was. I was. <laughs> I was over in um, uh, I was in Margie's when that happened and tried to get in and try to help, but I couldn't couldn't get in because it was already blocked off. And then the next year, I was over in Falls Creek when the um, Threadbow Threadbow happened. Yeah, right. I was like, fuck. So it was your fault. Well, no, 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 not okay. my, not my yeah. fault at all. Okay. So, anyway. What was the guy's name at Threadbow again? That su- survived for oh, a yeah. Stuart Diver. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good story from that one. Oh, that was a sick story, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Well, mate, should we have a one last piss break and then uh, a couple of final questions for Russell Lord? Well, do we need do we need a? I've got a couple. Do we need a piss break though? I do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I'm taking your mantle. It's do we? Can't you always give I? always give me shit about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you look. You can keep talking, but I can see you reaching for the pause button. So you're gonna you're gonna seize the opportunity. We'll be back with Russell Lord shortly. But before we do get back there, I just want to talk to you about Athletic Greens AG One. I've been taking Athletic Greens for about six months now and I reckon it's bloody amazing. I started taking Athletic Greens because of, uh, yeah, a bit of gut health issues. I wanted to have more energy, a better immune system and, yeah, just having all those supplements and everything was just a bit of a pain. So having everything in the one powder is amazing. Just have it once every day when you wake up. That's what I do. Just put the shaker in, get to work, have a little shaker there, then a cup of tea, whatever it might be. All the reviews on the Athletic Greens website can't be wrong. So have a go over it. Check it out, athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled. What's up, guys? Felipe Toledo here. You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. Okay, another piss break done. You beauty. Adzi, you had a couple of final questions for our man, Russell Lord, on yeah. Barrel Surf Podcast. Yeah, Barrel Surf Podcast. Russell Ord. How do you get the name Sorty? Is that just... Russell Lord. Russell Lord. I don't know how it came, came about. It's normally it's just Audi when I was growing up. Yeah. Playing league. And then um someone called me Sword down here. I don't know how it came. Like Southwest Ord kind of thing. <laughs> sword and and then it just stuck like that. And then I'd started using that name um on my photos as well. Like when I'd submit to tracks and stuff. So they oh, ran right. a few like with Sword and oh, I did that? Oh, had okay. a couple of different names. So, yeah, because yeah. I got introduced to you as so- uh, Sword, you were Swordy. Yeah. Yeah, so. Crew still just go Swordy all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, but, cool. Yeah. yeah. That, <clears throat> I just, this was not even one of the questions I wanted to ask right now, but it threw me, it just um, rejigged my memory. I wanted to, that Maverick story, um, did you get, um, did you have like Instagram or any like website or anything like that when that happened? And, the, and did, and did you get a lot of sales or blow up interest or anything from that? No, nah, no sales, but I think I just had Instagram for maybe six months. I just, I kind of got into it then and, and that blew up a little bit. Yeah, it certainly, yeah, right. certainly helped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it helped, like help with numbers and, and likes, but I don't, Dis- I don't know if that's a real thing to be honest. No, did, didn't put money in the bank. <laughs> no, nah, there's no, no money in the yeah. bank. It, it's all good. <laughs> okay, mate. A um, couple of questions I like to all ask uh, all of our guests, uh, a, a couple of the age old surfing questions. Uh, mate, what's the worst wipeout that springs to mind for yourself when you were surfing? When I was surfing? Yep. 
I've got a couple when I was shooting for sure. <laughs> Sounds like, like you put yourself in worse positions when you're shooting than when you do when you're, shooting, you're surfing. Yeah, but um, wipeouts. You can give us a wor- worse one when you're shooting yeah, if, if you think shooting, it's worse. I, I mentioned that one when I, I um, went out on a board with Damon Iso, but I, yeah. I was shooting down the south coast with um, Kyle Grigson and this th- that shot ended up getting a cover for tracks at this spot. Oh, yeah. It was like super shallow. And I was basically. Oh, shooting. I know that one. Is you that, know the, that shot? It's the fishbowl, the fishbowl shot. Yeah, and it's yeah, like and got it's green <laughs> hills. It looks like it's shot in Tahiti. Yeah, yeah. It's got the big green skate ramp behind it. Yeah. It go, goes down like this and up like that. And you've got a crazy wide angle on it, and it's the shallowest fucking. So shallow. Mate, it looks like it's about 100 mil deep, and it's crystal clear. So That's a sick shot. Yeah. I know that one. So Griggy basically got whipped in on the ski. Yeah. And um and then I was standing. I reckon it was the water was like knee deep, Fuck. just below knee, and it was sharp. Like yeah. I'm, I've got good flippers. I use these flippers that got a hard bottom. Yeah. And so I was shooting, shooting away, getting a few shots, and then all of a sudden it just picked me up and and drove me into the the reef. Like not quite head first. I managed to tuck <laughs> my head in and and got on the back and cut all my um, back up, like, with, even with a wetsuit. And that was on that on that shot? On that shot. So was it? Not <laughs> stitches Because I, like. I know that shot really well. I've always had a really deep appreciation for that shot. I know the one you're talking about. It was a special Yeah, because you've shot some water, so you, you know what you're Yeah, you're but I, I've never it. swum there, but I know where it is. Yeah. And I just look at that shot and go, that is so fucking shallow and he- and it's a sizey wave still, eh? Like yeah, six, eight feet. Definitely solid, yeah. yeah it's like but it's so in shallow. stand tall, like Man, basically. It's but, fucking gnarly. And, and I cut the back of my head. Did you? Not just all like grazes, a lot of blood, but no real deep gashes. Like I've, yeah. um, and and I did what I normally do. Didn't really do anything with the cuts. And um, <laughs> three days later, I got like a full infection, like really? a reef infection. Wow. And like badly. Really. And I, I got really sick, like beyond. And um, so I'm. I'm in, um, I'm at home in Margs and, and during those times I, I didn't realize the neighbors had moved out and all sorts of stuff. And I was kind of hallucinating. I was that sick. Yeah. Right. And, um, wow. I, all this music was going on. I was trying to get sleep and I, I couldn't, and I was still going, I'm not going to the hospital. I, I'm, I'll get through it. It's just like a virus. And, mm-hmm. and these guys were playing this music and I was like, fuck this. And so I picked up this baseball bat and walk next door <laughs> and um like because i was i could barely walk i had no energy and i i thought it was these kids that were living next door had a previous live there like just young crew and i thought oh, i'll just douse him no, no just just to scare the shit out of him and I, <laughs> and i punched through the door didn't knock and as i was about halfway through this you guys better f and turn this music off and it was like these three bikey guys like and i'm like <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of in, tr- I know I'm sick, but now I'm in like deep trouble. Like I'm not going to, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to win this battle and went. So I just went through with the facade that I'm going to do all this, went crazy on them, went back home and, and tried to get sleep at one in the morning. And my um, wife took me to the hospital at six in the morning. And I ended up being on a drip for 24 hours, wow. but, um, those guys end up, bring over a bottle of wine to say, say sorry. And I end up apologizing to him as well. Like I just said, I oh, look, I was that crook. I was just trying to get to sleep and, and, um, but the hospital end, end up knocking me out for about, um, 36 hours. They, really? go, they just said, take half of this tablet. Cause 
that's how bad. And that was just from one that shot. Wow. And the worst, you know, the worst part. Fuck, I'm take so the sedation, Adzi. Yeah, take the sedation. I yeah, but I, I I got a cover of um, tracks for that shot, and that same cover there was like a, a one maybe fourth of the page was. Um, some weird shot underneath it was it wasn't a double cover but oh. it just you know how they had yeah, two shots yeah, yeah. and, and so i get like, the i get the check in the mail from tracks i still got a beef with him for this and yeah, and it's like reduced by like one quarter of and you don't get paid much for a cover anyway i'm like yeah. what the fuck what am i not getting paid for a full cover shot like my yeah. normal rate no no yeah but you've got to give money like to that other, to, to that other yeah. shot and i'm like and I'm just thinking what I went through for that wipeout. Like, mate, if only you knew what I went through did, to get did that they, shot. I, I swear I've seen it in a bigger format, though. Did it get made into a poster or something somewhere? Because it's such a, like, to reduce that shot in any way is fucking criminal. It is. Do you, do you know the shot? I, I'm pretty sure I do, yeah. Yeah, it, mate, it's fucking, I yeah, really know seen, it well. I saw um, it. Sean Doherty's um, book, I don't know if, I don't think it's the cover of Sean Doherty's book. Maybe it is, but it's in that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure, but yeah, it was a good one. And um, Man, yeah, Kale's Kale's a pretty talented surfer. He's, yeah, he's, he's a charger, hardcore. Yeah. He's yeah. nuts. No, that was a special so wave. Probably wow. worst wipeout. No, I just, I just know that photo so well. I'm so stoked that I now know this backstory to it. It's fucking cool. Well, That's why I love photography. Gotta, the backstories. Yeah, we got to make sure that we post that photo specifically uh, along with others when we release your episode and that's what we're here for right to mm. tell the stories about things yeah. like this in the oh, yeah. in the southwest and the and australia and the rest of the world that's why we do the podcast so okay. that's fucking so good no, that was a sick story um no, i have a question um where in terms of socials or website or whatever can people get a hold of your work because i'm sure you know you've got prints and stuff available don't you yeah, well, I'm on Instagram like um, the other 55 million photographers. Like, <laughs> on, so Russell Lord Photo, and then all the links are on there, like the website and stuff like that. But I'm going to be opening up a, a full time space at the end of the year on Edwards Winery. Okay. So, yeah, nice. I kind of want to get back into the print. And Where's Edwards Winery? Corner of Allensbrook and Caves. Yeah, so, cool. they've just done a new cellar door. Oh, on Caves Road. Yeah. Oh, new building. Brand new building. My building's not new. Like I'm taking over the old uh, aeroplane hangar there. Oh, sick. And, um, but they're redoing it into a, a proper gallery and it'd be good to, yeah, it's good to see your stuff in print. And plus it's kind of a double up. Like I need an office for the um, Desert Light Foundation as well. So we've got an office in there. We've got a spare office and we're going to have some gallery space and we're, we're going to make it a little bit different. We're going to have some boards in there and, and maybe like if we have a board in there, I'll go and shoot the process and have the process on the wall so people can have more experience. Amazing. So they can get a glass of red and then and then go there. So okay. hopefully that'll Sounds be good. open before Chrissy. Oh yeah. It's coming along. Get it open quick. for the Chrissy for the summer crowds. So it's September now. So I look Sick. forward to coming down and checking that out when it's when it's opening up. If we'll you... have to um get you guys down there to do one of your podcasts from out of there. We'll make it a like a live audience night or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Sounds be good. Pretty cool. Yeah, we're yeah, always keen for a piss up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it wouldn't be any shortage of red wine, that's for yeah. sure. Talk shit to people and drink red wine at a new venue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. yes. Um, okay, mates, um, you have a swig of your beer there and answer uh, one final question perhaps, the greatest yes, question on any surfer's mind or lips. Best tube 
ever. Best tube ever. It's a tough. It's hard to split the top five or ten. I reckon. Really, you always got a, You always got like a top five, haven't you? Like yeah, that yeah. Come to mind, but I yeah. think the the best one would be up at Toomey's. I think. Like, oh, yeah. are you goofy I've or had natural? A I'm natural, but yeah. I was up there with Mike McAuliffe. I was I was up there with him for about a month. Yep. And we had this day out there, and um, it was a solid day. And I just I'll go a lot of waves. Uh, just because that's who I am. Numbers. Just numbers game. You're an Italo Ferreira sort of dude. Do you drink Red Bull much? Uh, <laughs> a little less skill than <laughs> Italo, <laughs> I think. But it's um, – I remember um, getting this wave and I just kind of pig-dogged into it, got a little bit of a head dip and stuff like that. And Mike McAuliffe comes out and you know what Mike's like. And he's like, oh, I think – you." you I mean, it's that big a day. You don't really need to grab the rail. You need to do this. You need to turn your shoulders this way and all yeah, this right. sort of stuff. And it was a solid day. Wow. And I've not grabbed the rail before and got clipped and um, blew out a knee like a medial <laughs> ligament. So <laughs> I wasn't keen. And then I'm like, okay, I'll give it a crack and um, I'll take his advice. And I'm trying to think. So I, I paddle into one at Nalu, like on a, like a, probably an eight footer or something like that. Solid. Yeah. And just bottom turn and just no handed it the whole like a long way for, and it felt like you know it was in slow mo as you it's yeah, probably yeah. a half a second chew but it felt nah, like, no, it, was I'm sure it was like five fucking, minutes yeah <laughs> and uh and then and got a big no hand uh like looking out stomper paddling over sick um shorey remember sure yeah mick shaw yeah mick shaw yeah. champion because it, we're, i was doing a trip with those two lads yeah and uh come out with a no hander uh, and I, I i could have actually banked off and did a couple of turns but just came out just went straight to the cliffs and just came in yes <laughs> like, what's the point what yeah. is the point after that Fucking like my first really yeah. big no hander and i've done a couple since then and i've done a few in front of my son and really um at Nalu, wow. if it's big enough, I'll just go no hands and sick. Like, oh, no hands. Like, that's pretty sick. And I was like, oh, stomper. you're the man, dad. Advice you're the man. Stomper. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not shuffling feet or doing anything. I'm just like surviving, surviving, getting yeah. in. And if it lets me out, I'm out. And if it doesn't, I'm just getting lit up like you're most of the other people out there. Practicing <laughs> your breath holds. Yeah. Practicing. Hoping you don't get plowed into the reef. Yeah. So that was a pretty special um, barrel that day. Sick. I think Moon, um, you know, uh, yeah. Jamie Scott, yep. he shot not that wave, but um, yes. he shot a wave from not the front car part, but way down, like a lineup shot of oh, some yeah, guy yeah, on his backhand doing a bottom turn. Yeah. And I was shooting a bit then too, yeah. but I, I was also surfing a lot and um, tracks ran it um, like a double page of this unknown doing a bottom turn. And I, I just, I just messaged tracks said, unknown. Are you uh, kidding? No. That's me doing a, a bottom twenty of yeah, it was a contributing photographers yeah. right there, getting a and getting was the that shot. you reckon that was you setting up for that that actual probably wave? not that wave. I'd yeah, like the other one. I was it was quite quick. I straight into it, so yeah, yeah, it was just okay. another one. Yes, but yeah, special day. Wow, and, um, double page spread. Yeah, double oh. spray as an unknown. Fuck, so good, actually so surfing too, Adzi. Yeah, I know, not just paddling. I'm paddling. Ah oh, well. Can only do what I can do. <laughs> Couldn't, I didn't get my render crowd dolphins. <laughs> I, All right, dolphins, listen up. Yeah. 20 bucks a dolphin. Yeah. I had a bucket of fish I was slapping the water. Just going, I know there's a photog around here somewhere. The sun's out. So yeah. long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, what do you reckon? 
Well, I reckon that we've had some fucking amazing stories yeah, this afternoon good. on the Barrel Podcast. Yep. Anything we'd like to say before we finish up, Sorty? Just to you two both for having me. It was all time. It was good. I'm glad fun. I ran into you in the car park yesterday and um, just Friday Arvo beers. It's been great yeah. having a chat. It's been Thank amazing. You. Yeah. It's uh, like, like I said before, it's uh, it's why we're here. It's why we're doing what we're doing. It's hearing some of the stories in the, in the Southwest. And exactly why we do it. It's exactly why we do it. Drink it's, a couple of beers and get sick surf stories. So thanks amazing. for coming in. Yeah. Perfect combo. Adzi, anything before we wrap it up? Just a quick one. Went down to Dunsborough Tavern last night. The board store put on a little oh, yes. sneak preview of John John's new edit. Um, I thought it was going to be like him in the Pacific on his boat trip or some shit that he's doing right now. And I was wondering, I thought he was injured and all the rest of it, but it actually had nothing to do with that. It was mostly Hawaii footage, but right. uh, it was fucking sick, obviously. Um, he surfs okay. He surfs all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Um, he surfs, he's made Margaret River, moly. the right-hander at Margaret River, quite popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just Mate. go out and surf like John John at yeah, the right at Margaret. That's what so I was doing down there in it. May, thinking <laughs> that I was trying to be him, you know, like <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, mate, um, in particular, in that 20-minute segment, I'm sure it'll come out to everywhere soon, the four or five waves at Waimea that he got were just fucking amazing. Like, you'll know them when you see them. It's just like, wow. wow. It's, a, it's a wow. It's a wow thing. It's really, really big, really steep, really late, and it made me wonder, have we seen these waves before? I don't think I have. Mm. And if we haven't, how did he keep him under wraps? Because there would have been fucking, what, 50 other people filming it? Like, We've been our man, Eric Knutson. Is it Eric Knutson, his filmer, we've, we've had on the podcast? Uh, I'm not sure. Now, Car Park Tales at one point. I'm oh, sure yeah. we had him on. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, just maybe wonder, um, did he put the word out to everyone and say, hey, I'm John, John, and don't fucking put this, don't use this clip, please, because... You'll never uh, work work again yeah. <laughs> if you uh, yeah, publish this. I'll make you cry, cry <laughs> again. But, uh, mate, no, those four waves were really, really special. Uh, just huge Wyomere and fuck, mate, it was sick. So that was a highlight. So check that out if you can. And uh, thanks, Russell Lord, for coming in and joining us. It's been a fucking great Friday afternoon. And uh, Russell Lord, fledgend, yeah. official fledgend yep. on Barrel Surf Podcast. You have been listening to us. Azzy, Namu and Russell Ord. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. It's been a fucking pleasure on a Friday afternoon again. Yep. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. Barrel Podcast. Mm-hmm. Check out Russell Ord's website. Mm-hmm.